Things have certainly got a little out of hand lately when it comes to just buying our everyday necessities. Just look at gas, streaming services, and heck, even chicken wings. Well, there is one necessity that shouldn't cost a ton, and that's taking care of yourself and helping fix all the aches and pains in life. And the fine folks at Titan MRI agree. With costs a fraction of what you'd pay at a hospital, you'll not only save money, you'll be taken care of by staff with over 20 years of scanning experience. Titan MRI is the only locally owned and operated MRI center in town and has offices in Gainesville and Lake City. And the great part about going there is you can park right out in front of the office. There's no long walks from a parking garage. The average scan time is just 15 minutes. So you can get back on your way with doing whatever it is you do in no time. With nothing but five-star reviews, they'll give you the five star treatment titan mri is a place where your doctors are sending their family so when you need an mri call titan first and you'll burst into smiles that it'll be the best thing you ever did for yourself congratulations to the florida gator baseball team on your historic run in omaha from your friends at tri eagle sales and bud light the official beer sponsor of the florida gators a record setting historic season that no one will ever forget so thank you for a tremendous year. This program is paid for by Talking Reds, LLC. The tailgate with Jeff Cardozo and Pat Dooley is on the air. Let's do it. It's go time. You can be part of the show by calling 392-TALK. That's 392-8255. No, if I'm saying something to you, I don't say to you, I'm going to say something to you, and then say it, I just say it. Or hit the guys up on social media by tweeting to at Jeff Cardoza UF and at Pat underscore dueling the grill is hot and the beverages are ice cold it's time to tailgate here are jeff and pat all right let's get it happy monday everybody i know it's the uh, end of the day for most of you but we're excited to get this started over the next couple of hours it is the tailgate jeff cardozo here with you no duels today we have uh Called in the relief pitcher, throwing gas, PG, <laughs> off the bench to come in here and uh, grace us with his presence over the next couple of hours. Duels has jury duty. That again? Yeah. <laughs> I didn't talk to him. I know. <laughs> it still runs. <laughs> I didn't again, talk really? to him, but uh, and he didn't text, so maybe that means he got called in. I hope he gets called in. He's got to do like uh, my cousin Vinny and be on the jury for like the a... two utes. Yeah. Be there for like a month. Dealing with something, that'd be pretty funny. Because he'd be so miserable having to do that. I, uh... I actually got picked for a jury here. Yeah, man. And and I and, you know, I run my office, so when I'm not there, I want to do my civic duty. Sure. But I yeah, I had to just tell him I was biased for, on this case. <laughs> it was a weird case. I'll just break it down real quick because it takes a second. But uh this lady who was deceased, not because of the incident, it was a simple battery, which is basically I could just touch you. Yeah. That's a battery, right? Yeah. Um and then you could just tell the, the lady that was getting charged with it probably was violating something, so she was taking it all the way to court. So it was a simple battery. It was going to take like a day or two. Yeah. And I just said, yeah, I already know what's going on here. I said, <laughs> so they kicked me off. No. <laughs> so I was not happy. I'm, I'm, I feel like I'm going to be biased. Yes. So That's a good way to get out of it. I got, I got called once. I actually got picked. And then we get there. I'm, I'm, I'm kind of excited because like 10 years ago, I'm still young and naive and thinking – all right, this is going to be cool. Now I would try to get out of it. Yeah. But, and I get there, and then all of a sudden the judge comes in and says, this just got settled before the trial starts. I'm like, 
Dang it. <laughs> you prepared. I was like all into <laughs> it, ready to go. Um, remember J.C. Jackson? Uh-huh. He's a stud. He's still in the league, right? Yeah. I think he signed a big deal. He had that that big trial here, yeah. and I and I knew somebody that was on that jury, and he told me a lot about that okay. the process, and that was very interesting. He was very lucky, let's say. That's there good. wasn't quite enough proof, yeah. but he got off on that. Yeah. Never returned to Florida, but... Yeah. Never know. Well, um, hopefully some of you got to uh, return to the swamp the other day and see the uh, the Gators practice on Saturday. And it was a good turnout. I was out there for a couple of hours watching everybody sling it around. And I don't know. The the more that I watch and I get to be down on the sideline, like I I think they're going to be better than they are. And and it's just you're watching guys in shorts and kind of just go through the motions, but. The receivers yes. under Billy Gonzalez is so much better. This is the way they run mm-hmm. routes. I mean, the energy, and, and we'll talk about this for the next couple of hours and certainly want all of you to call if you were there and noticed anything or watching some of the videos that were put out there. But, gosh, I, I mean, I, I'm going to love this new defensive coordinator. Like, the dude gets after it. He's, like, so intense. He's right there with the guys. They love playing for him. Mm-hmm. There's no way this defense can be as bad as it has been. But we said that the year before. But I do believe it again. Yeah. I don't think it's going to be that bad. Yeah. Uh, the receivers jumped off the page or just on the and visuals. And that was with no Pearsall there Saturday. Yeah, I noticed that. But they're fast, man. Like, Gene and Mizell, mm-hmm. they can move. Uh, Burke. He shows flashes. I, I just think he's got some capabilities. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. And I thought that I was worried about tight end. I still am. But Livingston got big quick. Mm-hmm. And uh, uh, Boardingham, is that how you say? Those two guys look like dudes. So we might be okay there. So just got to get somebody to get them the ball. Yeah. I think they're one quarterback short looking at that. And, and speaking of that, I don't know what you got from it. But to me, it looked like Max Brown was the number two. Man, at times like I thought he looked like the number, number one. one. I know. I know. Well, I mean, he obviously is a baseball player, so he's a mm. great athlete. As that's what happens. But it uh, does. It, it looks like, you know, all of a sudden a guy that nobody even heard of mm-hmm. has come out of nowhere and may contribute a little bit. Well, he's got, what, this is his second year, mm-hmm. and he's committed to this now. He's not, I don't think, is he doing baseball still? He, I don't think so. Yeah, so, but he, he's, uh, he cleaned up his mechanics the ball looks better coming out of his hand. So I, I was impressed. His first pass was like a touchdown. Mm-hmm. You saw that? The yeah. other guys were struggling, and he just lets one go. Yeah. And then he ran down. You could tell the guys really like him, too. Yeah. So he was a surprise. Um, but I don't know. What would you get out of Mertz? Did you? I mean, he looks like about like the guy. I mean, you don't know yet, right. obviously. You just don't know. Um, but, but he seems to know what he's doing, which is a good and, first and step. And you can tell that he – is a leader. And I think there's something to be said for a veteran yeah. presence, a guy that's been there, done that. He's played a lot of and and I I mean you're you're into recruiting way more than I am, but I just I keep going back and thinking like when he came out of high school, he was one of the best pocket passers mm-hmm. in the country. The the highest rated quarterback I think Wisconsin's ever signed. Yeah. And then he had some good he had breakout games to start early and on. just went down. And he got hurt and COVID hit and he, he mm-hmm. got COVID and then wasn't so he didn't necessarily do a ton. Now I think the one concern is if a Gator fan's gonna call up, well he's never thrown for three hundred yards in a college football mm-hmm. game before. So but that's not Wisconsin's offense. They yeah. they never wanted him or asked him to throw it that many times. Just throw it twenty times, complete fourteen or fifteen of them, and let's go home. So I think the the one thing I'm an eternal optimist. Sure. 
until we only win two games, and I'm be pissed. <laughs> but uh, I'm not saying it's going to happen. But as a Mets fan, and, you know, the Gators lately kind of getting me down here. You know, you go in, you think that the best, and, and things don't work out. But the thing I would hang my hat on with Billy and his staff is that last year some of the best players on the team were guys that he brought in mm-hmm. different ways, yep. high school, transfer, whatever. Uh, and I, I just hope – that he can evaluate, like he is that guy. Like he evaluates, he knows who can play in his system. He's mm-hmm. he's a good evaluator of talent. And if that's the case, then he took Mertz. So maybe he sees something, obviously he sees something, but you know, maybe it'd be better than we think. And, and I think to me, more than anything, that is what I am banking on. Because I've been around Billy Napier, very close to Billy Napier, and in, in a lot of different ways, and for him to have Mertz been the guy that he went out and got pretty early, they they know that there's something within this guy that they feel that they could utilize for this team and fit the offense and, and make it work. And so I'm I'm glad you say that. I hope more people think about that because again, he probably wanted some different dudes and maybe couldn't get them because of money or nil or whatever it might be, but. He ended up picking, all right, this is the guy that I want. Went out and got him, and that should hopefully make a difference and tell you that he feels like he talked to him enough from a leadership standpoint or what he can do, and then obviously saw enough on film to say, this guy can fit our offense. And I I, I listened to everything Billy said so far okay. since you know talking season began, and I, and I kind of wait for certain moments. And when he talked about Mertz, he talked – I, I hope Billy works out because I think he's so detail oriented and like I enjoy the way that he prepares even just to talk like at his pressers or he just delivers it well wouldn't you say mm-hmm. but he talked about how Mertz uh, how many snaps he had and just he broke it down like what they were look. he explained what he was looking for in a quarterback and Mertz checked a lot of those boxes and it was things I wanted I, I can't quite remember what they were but it was very impressive so he saw things like exactly what you're saying and he had a criteria um, snaps was one of them. Yep. Uh, and he's got two years of eligibility. Mm-hmm. See, I didn't realize that till maybe a few months ago. I like that. You know, Lagway comes in next year. He's been here a lot. So yep. I, I think he's going to stick. You never know. And then you got a guy that has two years. So he'll be here next year with Lagway. Yeah. And if so. Max can be a player, that's another guy there. Maybe, maybe they're not so bad at quarterback. Yeah. I don't know. Hopefully. Yep. And I'm, I mean, the running backs, I think, are oh. certainly totally fine. How about uh, Webb? Yeah, he just—he's impressive. I was like, "Who's that?" I had yeah. to look him up because yeah. I'd never seen him before. He was a big get out of Jacksonville, I think. Mm-hmm. Right? Wasn't Webb out of Jacks? Uh, he ran that guy over. Mm-hmm. That, he took him out. That was awesome. <laughs> the whole crowd—you saw that, right? It was oh, like, yeah. "Ooh!" But he—he he looks impressive. Um, I don't know. I thought the team. I liked the music. I liked the way they were uh, all about business. It was very efficient. Right? Like that rap music. I did. I it thought it was cool. The kids liked it. You yeah, know, they I, love it. Yeah, and the sound system sounded great. It, it was a good time. Did you notice new uh, lights in this fall? Little LED, uh, little change in colors that could happen. I did not. Yeah. Really? So okay. Look for that. Maybe when uh, things roll around. Yeah, man. I'm excited. For three night games night to game. start We're, off the year. Dude, it's hot. I'm glad it's these are night games. Yeah. Oh man, I think the index is like 115 today at times. Yeah. I mean, that's dangerous. So I'm glad they're at night. That's yep. a good thing. All right. Well, we're glad PG is here. If you want to talk to him, call us up. Titan MRI hotline is open. We'll take a break. We'll get that thing uh, cranked up. 392-8255. You are listening to The Tailgate. 
Sports Center. Here's what's trending now on ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF. Good afternoon, Gainesville. I'm Steve Heineman. On Sunday, the U.S. women's national team lost a heartbreaker to Sweden in penalties. With that loss, they have been eliminated from the World Cup in the round of 16. Yesterday afternoon, the Tampa Bay Rays won a shootout against the Tigers in Detroit. The Rays blasted three homers on their way to a 10-6 victory. They have an off day today, but they will be back in action tomorrow evening against the Cardinals. Tonight, the Marlins try to bounce back after getting swept by the Rangers over the weekend. They will face off against the Cincinnati Reds in Cincy. 20-year-old Yuri Perez will tow the rubber for the Marlins. First pitch is set for 640. That's your Gainesville Sports Center. I'm Steve Heineman. ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF. Gator Nation, how you doing? This is Jamil, owner of the Mealy Pop Shop, Gainesville's home for collectibles of all sorts, including every single type of sports card, whether it be Panini, Tops, Leaf, Upper Deck. We have it. Come on in, get yourself a box, a pack, get yourself some supplies, get into our breaks, get your Pokemon, get your Yu-Gi-Oh! All the other different kinds of TCG products that we carry in shop are always fully in stock. You can find our stuff on our website as well, mealypops.com. That's another way you can interact with the store, or you can just come into the shop. We're located off 39th Avenue by I-75 behind Walgreens and Sunnies. Stop on by. We're open every Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. And you can check us out on our social media platforms, Instagram, TikTok, whatnot, Facebook, Twitter, and YouTube. We'd love to see you. Come on out to the shop. Have some fun. We're located off 39th Avenue by I-75 behind Walgreens and Sunnies. Be a part of the card community here in Gainesville. And always, go Gators! There's a ton of things I love doing. That's why I have so many fun jobs and why I try so hard to make it to the kids' concerts, recitals, and games. But with everything that's going on, it doesn't leave me much time to take care of the chores at home. And since I hate chores, especially cleaning, I let the experts handle that one for me. Each week, a fully trained team from Molly made dust, vacuum, wipes, cleans, whatever I need them to do in the house, leaving me more time to do the things I enjoy. Molly made is fully insured and is ready to do your dirty work for you as well. Call them up at 378-7755 or check them out online at mollymade.com. They're made for this. Here are your three grilled cheeseburgers. Enjoy your Sonic. So what came first, the grilled cheese or the burger? So you know the burger had to come first. You go back hundreds of years. Oh, cheese has been around hundreds of years, too. Exactly. Okay. What do you get when you combine a grilled cheese with a cheeseburger? The new Sonic Grilled Cheeseburger. Made with 100% pure seasoned beef and Texas toast. Try one half price in the app. Wow, this is a good debate. Online only or in the Sonic app. Add-ons extra. Limit one. Not good with other offers. Limited time only at participating Sonic drive-ins. Well, everybody knows that Meldon Law is the only official injury law firm partner of the Florida Gators. However, since we opened our doors in 1971, we've been the community partner with over 600 scholarships awarded through our Meldon Law Scholar-Athlete Program, as well as our Veterans Making a Difference initiative. Meldon Law has offices in Gainesville, Ocala, and Lake City. MeldonLaw.com, where we won't back down. Emergencies are awful and normally happen at the worst time imaginable. No one likes it when something unexpected happens, and more often than not, you've got to spend a ton of effort and time trying to fix it. But I want to tell you about a company that I've seen firsthand fix things, and they were fantastic. ServPro of Gainesville, Alachua County provides 24-7 emergency water restoration and dryout 
fire restoration, mold remediation, reconstruction, and that's just to name a few of everything they do. No matter your needs, everything is done to industry standards in the most thorough way possible. So there's no way you should call anybody else around because they can handle any size loss, big or small. Independently owned and operated, the ServPro crew will be there for you. So let them seize the job and ensure your emergency will be handled the right way. ServPro is the only official cleanup and restoration company of the Florida Gators. The Dan Patrick Show, weekday mornings at 9, right here on ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF, and anywhere in the world on the WRUF radio app. This is Scott Strickland, and you are listening to The Tailgate with Jeff Cardozo and Pat Dooley, right here on ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF, and anywhere in the world on the WRUF radio app. You know, uh, which, which uh, it, not just the you know the TV money and all that, but now you see teams taking less money to enter conferences. So the, the, you're starting to negotiate with teams. I think that's a dangerous precedent. Mm-hmm. And then you know you got FSU barking. Yeah. According to UNC, I thought that was pretty cool. FSU just barking. Um, and, but they're stuck. Like their 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 hands are tied, and nothing. Can happen. They are whining too, man. Yeah. They are not happy, and uh, that's a tough deal. It's through like twenty thirty one, and I mean that's yeah. But I, I just, I, it's so crazy to watch, you know, Oregon jump over Washington and how far they are, which then brings you back to like Title Nine yeah. because you got to send everybody to these conference games mm-hmm. or, or cut programs, right? So, man, it's 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 pretty. Pretty intense, but I I thought when they because apparently they're taking less than the other Big Ten schools. Did you see that? I did. I I just think that creates, and then what that creates problems, mm-hmm. right? I, I, they're just happy to get in right now. But what about when everything's said and done, the schools that don't have a chair because they weren't let in? I think they're going to sue because why would they not be allowed in? You know, you get what I'm trying to say. Sure. It's like you can't come in the club, right? But but why can they? Yeah. Why can they? Like, I guess you can choose whatever you want to do, but I think they'll be. It'll get bigger. Yeah, it's it's wild, man. Every day I wake up, there's something new. <laughs> yep, never changes. All right, let's get uh, out to the phones and get John to join us. Johnny, what's up? Hey, good afternoon, guys. Uh, you guys just mentioned about the realignment. So, Big Ten, what what happens to these marquee teams like Ohio State, Michigan? Will have to go West Coast. You're going to play a marquee game against USC, but they don't start. Until ten thirty here, that's not really a prime time game. I mean, what's what's the advantage for these teams letting these these uh, West Coast teams into their conference? I know the money aspect of it, but when it comes to like dollars, it's like it just doesn't make sense when 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 uh, TV TV, TV revenues talked talked a lot of the, what what's going going on. Yeah, you know I, I, yeah, I don't know if they necessarily think about that aspect, and you know they'll play whenever they're told to play because of the TV deal. Right. So. That'll change now for some of the people out there. Maybe even benefit us a little bit more, where you're not having to watch. Let's just say it is, or you know, Ohio State going out to California, where that game yeah. would normally be a 10:30 game. They would want to keep the Ohio State people happy, and okay, well now it's an 8:30 game. Maybe eight o'clock. Game yeah. Time. So then yeah. we then we can watch it and be, and be more excited. So I think maybe it's the that West Coast audience that's not going to get those primetime games anymore, or they're putting on right. the the scrubs and. The, the ones that nobody cares to watch that late at night. 
Right. Hey, you're talking about them LED lights at, at Florida Field. Man, I was joking inside, but does Florida have the ability to dim and, and brighten it when the opposing team has the ball? Like, you know, <laughs> no, I, I'm, I'm saying and kidding, but I mean, is that is that aspect that Florida can take advantage of? Or no, you're, just... you're you're not allowed to do that. It's it's yeah. it's like uh, crowd noise. You can't add yeah, you the can't. crowd noise, right? And it's like if you're right. you know at a high school game. And it's starting to get dusk, and you're about to not be able to see. You can't turn right. on the lights for the bottom of the inning because you're the home team. You've got to wait till the the inning changes so everybody has the same advantage. Right. That'd be kind of pretty cool, you know. Damn it, when they have the ball, and then the next <laughs> time they get the ball, bright, put it up real high, yeah, bright, you know, them. just kind of give them different aspects. But uh, you know, switching to uh, women's soccer, I I had never been so disappointed. I mean, you know, we've been so spoiled with. You know, Mia Hamm and, and uh, you know, Abby Wambach, you know, just dominating, you know, back in the day. It just, it just seemed like this this World Cup, they, I mean, watched three games. They were so uninspired to me. And I, I just don't think with them concentrating on the money aspect and everything like that, I just don't, I mean, to me, watching them play, I've never played soccer, so I couldn't tell you the, the aspect of their heart and desire. But they, they just seemed like they were going through the motions. And, you know, some of them. You know, passes, like I saw two, Alex Morgan had two opportunities, you know, one yesterday, one of, one of the, I think it was against Portugal. She, she just seemed like she was in it, like ready to, to, to strike, strike. And it just seemed like, I was really disappointed. What do you guys think of this? I think they make more news off the mm-hmm. field than they did on the field. I think it's kind of embarrassing. Right, right. Yeah. I mean, they have the yeah. right to do whatever they want, but I seem like I right. read, saw more about you know that kind of stuff than actually the play, and then it was disappointing. So I don't know. And then I think was it what's her name? Rapel Rapina. Rapina. She was. Rapino, yeah. She caught some flack for like smiling. Yeah. Like didn't right. really care. I, I, but then she said she did. It was weird. Th- that was the team in a nutshell, like I thought. Yeah, it was It was weird, John, because I didn't watch one minute of any other game, and I just happened to wake up early that day. So it was, it was about 5.30. So I, I put the game Yesterday, on. Yesterday, the game against uh, Sweden? Yeah. So I, so I yeah. actually I put the game on, and I watched the last 40 minutes of regulation, mm-hmm. and obviously nothing happened. And then I watched the penalties. overtime and the penalties. So I, I was I was yeah. invested because I wanted to see but right. I and, and listen, I, somebody might call and you know bash me and say I'm an idiot, but and, and I don't know much about soccer at all, but when they took Morgan out and put Rapino in, right. I, I questioned it because then there's like, okay, well if you go to penalty kicks, what's probably gonna get there, you're not gonna have Alex Morgan in there. Morgan, right. And you're gonna have Rapino yeah, in there. Rapino took like three corner kicks. And not one of them was even close mm. close to being a good kick in order for somebody to have a chance to make a goal. And then obviously, if she makes her penalty kick, then U.S. wins. Wins win right. And she, right. she airmails it and didn't even. But yeah, and then the the little shriek smile. And, and I know that was her way of probably being embarrassed. And my son even does that sometimes. You like smile when you feel embarrassed. But mm-hmm. I mean, well, she's she like the biggest mean person you know? on Twitter. Yeah, she, she was, like, bittersweet yesterday. I, I really don't – you know, you mentioned it's like, you know, that she's taking flack. I, I didn't take too much. She, I know she felt, like you said, embarrassed. She was, like, disappointed. You know, she was trying to keep a brave face on. But, you know, she's coming at the end of her career. So, but, yeah, I was – I was overall, I was disappointed. But um, I, I got one, one final thing for you guys. Um, you know, in Mertz, if he's, if he's a starter – you know, we, we've talked about this in past years, Jeff, you know, what, what you want to see. 
you know, maybe I want, I want to, I mean, obviously I've heard people say he needs to be a game manager. If, if, if Buck 85, he throws four, and we got our two headed monster in the back. So if they can get 80, 90 yards, I, I think we can, you know, so solidify a, a, a pretty decent e, uh, offense with with this this group. And you guys are talking about some of the speed receivers. You know, it'd be great to Sam got there and, and have Spurrier style three hundred yard games. But you know, if we can you know win with Buck eighty five, I'm I'm happy with that. What do you think? Yeah, just win, baby. That's what I want <laughs> right. to win I know, some I know games. Said, but I mean, say as a game manager, we're not we're not. You had said, mentioned it that you know we don't have the quarterback for this for this team, but if, it, if he can be a game manager, I mean, what, what can really Gator Nation really ask for? Did you did you guys see Damian George? Nick De La Torre, uh, Torre um, tweeted what Damian George said that the offensive line transfer player from Alabama. Uh-huh. He said Florida has the same amount of talent as Alabama. That that was today. I guess he talked yeah. to him. I thought that was interesting. I mean, I find well, maybe that... depth wise we don't, but I mean, I mean, you know, probably starting, you know, seven offensive linemen. You can, I mean, it's hard to say. I, I was not there seeing, but maybe we do. But you know, it, it all comes down to to depth. You know, we're we, we can't afford to uh, like our linebacker core right now. We can't afford to have any, you know, uh, injuries on that side of the ball. That that's I was watching listening to Steve today. What do you I mean, you guys? We're out there. What do you what do you see as a scope? You said that the you know receivers are faster. You know these guys and that guy. I'm not familiar with a lot of the names, but what do you see? What do you see that maybe this could be a different year than last year? I think there's a little bit more depth at tight end. I think they're a quarterback okay. short. I think they needed one more guy, one more body there. I thought the receivers looked better, mm-hmm. faster, deeper group. DBs are legit. Yeah, they were a good group. Right. Yeah. And Marshall, you know. And and they and they are a little bit bigger up front. So I, I think that, that'll you help. You talking the D line or the offensive yeah, the line? Yeah, the D line. Yeah. And but I, I to me, John, the, the biggest difference, honestly, in, in talking to and not just the coaches, talking to like secondary staff, like even one of the trainers talking to him the other day. The difference is these guys now actually know what the hell they're doing mm-hmm. player wise. Like last right. year, they just they had no idea how they wanted to be coached. Last year's roster were pieces of crap, to be honest right. with you. There was a bunch yep. of knuckleheads on that team that mm-hmm. had no business even being there, or they didn't want to be there. So Billy had to deal with all that stuff. So he cleaned house there, and he brought in guys that I think he felt and at least can teach them the right way on how he wants to coach them. But then the guys that stuck around that were there last year understand now what they're trying to do. So... To, to me, sports in general, you, when, when you talk about playing fast, it's not running faster and playing harder, all this other stuff. It's just it's playing not having to think. And I think right. I see that a lot more where, okay, they know what the call is, whereas last year they're trying to yell something and do something. They don't really understand what they want them to do. And you honestly, you had a quarterback as talented as Anthony Richardson was they they did not run a lot of the offense that Billy Napier wants to do because they had a guy back there that didn't know how to run the offense. And it was a first year in the system. Correct. Right. So, but yeah. yeah. So I, I think that to me is the biggest difference more than anything. And Corey Raymond is coaching all the DBs, the mm-hmm. back and the corners now. So so the safeties and and, they, and I've read some quotes that they they feel like they're communicate they, they get it better now as a group. They're gelling. So that's exciting too. I like that guy. I mean, he's he's proven himself oh, everywhere yeah. he's been. So he gets the whole secondary now. 
Yeah, he was a big guy. That's cool, guys. Yeah. I appreciate it. Yeah, John. And then I'll talk to you later, and hopefully this is going to be something to be talking about. Talk to you later. No doubt. Appreciate that. It's just so hard to get stuff out of those, but I thought it was crisp, well-ran. Everybody knew where to go. They didn't waste any time. In fact, it was so efficient, it was impressive. Well, even the impressive part, I don't know if you paid attention enough, but I'm standing down there, and it was after like the fourth quarter clock went down and they were switching to do – like all of a sudden, 25 people run onto the field, and I'm looking around, and it's like all these students, and they have like trays of – yogurts and strawberries and snacks and all these other things i'm like holy crap like they had this stuff ready to go for them and it's like a, a machine he's 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 one step ahead yeah I, that's why i just hope this works yeah i know that's that's the biggest thing um you, I, you really if, if if you're a gator fan you have to be invested in what his process is becoming mm-hmm. it's, it's pretty damn good and they're closer too. Yes. What you're, what you're hearing. They all know each other's hometown. Yeah. That's one thing. Like, I guess they quiz the guys and yeah. they're supposed to get to know each other and they like each other, is what we're hearing. Mm-hmm. So that's good. It's always a good thing. We like talking to Michelle, so let's do it. Hey, Michelle. Hey, how y'all doing? Awesome. Good. So I'm going to preface this by saying one, what I'm about to say is I don't believe is your intent, but it's how it came across. Okay. And number two, I know absolutely nothing about soccer. So, with that being said, with your previous caller and talking about the soccer players didn't look like they were playing all that great and inspired and all that, and maybe they weren't. I didn't watch not one second. But to kind of imply, because they were focused on getting better pay, equal pay, they somehow could then not play well on the field. We can walk and chew gum at the same time. And so it came across a little condescending to imply that because there was some outfield stuff that they were focused on, and rightly so, that that somehow translated and they didn't play good. Maybe they just didn't play good. But don't tie the two together as if we can't do more than one thing at one time. And, again, I know that that was not y'all intent, but listening to it, that's how it came across to me as very condescending to the women's soccer players. So I just wanted to put that point out there. Okay, that's fair. All right, thank you. Thanks, Michelle. Um, I, I, and I love Michelle's calls, by the yeah, way. Yeah, she she's always great. brings it, uh, and I could see that. I, I just, and I guess what you you were mostly talking there, but what I what I was saying was just that they kind of when you when you talk a lot and you're doing other things and then you're not winning, it kind of opens you up for you know yeah, people to be to criticized. Yeah, uh, and and. Right or wrong, and I'm not doing that, but it just and wasn't a good look for them. No, and, and it's 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 the worst that they've ever done in the World Cup. They've always way made it past this round, so they got eliminated before they've ever been eliminated before. And and, and I wasn't, you know, I, I, I understand the tactics of soccer, and you know, I go to soccer games all the time here and watch Becky and the crew and all that stuff. So they, they were good. They just couldn't put in the goal. I thought the Swedish goalie was awesome. So she and, and what I was able to watch, I just don't like the decision of putting in Rapino. Mm-hmm. Like that was where I was coming from. And and I don't want to get criticized because hey, she's you know she was voted the best player in the world a couple of years ago and got the SP and all these other things. But I mean, there's also a point where you're kind of past your prime. And to me, it just it didn't look like she was the best player in the world. And I almost like it it hindered them. A little bit, and I don't know why he put her in. I mean, the coach has to get credit. They scored three goals in the first game against 
Saudi Arabia or some team that they should have beat 20 to nothing. They only mm-hmm. scored three, and they scored one goal the rest of the time. So they weren't a good team. No. Whether that be the coach sucked, the players weren't into it, or there's other distractions, that, that's, Michelle, I think that's all we were trying to say. They just they weren't a really good team. And she retired today, I thought I saw. A she did. Of she them. she was done, yeah. Yeah, so... Yeah, it's just unfortunate, man. You got to wait now. And, and all reboot, the reboot. And I think that's that's the hard part is you know in, instead of you know Sports Center went to one of her former teammates. And it was immediately right after the match. I flipped it on because I wanted to hear something. And it and that player, whoever it was that they were interviewing, was on two World Cup teams with her. Was on the Olympic team with her. Oh, Megan, like and and the guy even asked about Megan Rapino. So obviously her best friend is not going to be negative mm-hmm. on her so i don't know if they journalistically they really did a good job they couldn't break down and analyze the game because it was more of a love fest of how good of a player she was well that has nothing to do with what happened in the game i, so. I was always confused since we're on this topic now of i know they were wanting equal pay which mm-hmm. i agree with I of mean, course that's, totally yeah i mean that's There's, no brainer and they were the ones winning and the men weren't but my thing is does does that does the female soccer sport generate what the male does like equal pay would be it generates the same right and then you're mm-hmm. are they generating about the, i mean do you know that i mean I, I would think from a at least a marketing standpoint the women were more marketed and more known than the men were and paid less. Yeah. Well, that, that I have a problem with yeah, that. Yeah, I, I do too. But if they're not make, you know what I mean, you can't just like subsidize right. it. Yeah, you say, can't just say, okay, well if, if this is bringing in this amount of revenue and this is bringing in this amount of revenue, then mm-hmm. that's uh, I mean probably a little same with men's basketball and women's basketball mm-hmm. or the NBA or the WNBA. You know, it's a little bit different yeah. than what what I is just, brought in revenue. I never really looked that far into it, but I, I could yeah. definitely see their point if that's what's happening. Sure, you no know? doubt. All right, we got to get a break. We'll do that. We'll come back, continue the conversation. You're listening to the tailgate. happening with the Gator Nation? Hear it here first. ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF. We all expect quality in our service providers. The word itself means the degree of excellence of something. Now throw in the word plumbing after that, and it would mean the excellence of plumbing. And that's exactly what our community has been getting for nearly four decades from the fine folks at Quality Plumbing. Now you can always spend time and money trying to fix things yourself, or you can call the professionals at Quality Plumbing and get it done right the first time. Quality Plumbing since 1984. Their name says it all. License number CFC 0430. We're constantly telling you about all the great things that you can go buy at Oaks Jewelry at a fraction of the cost of getting things at the mall across the street. And while that's still true, now's the perfect time to have Oaks Jewelry buy something from you. Gold and silver prices have skyrocketed. And if you got anything just laying around in the drawer or you just need a little extra cash, we'll take it to Oaks Jewelry and walk out of there a winner. The price of gold hasn't been this high in a really long time, so now's the perfect time to stop by and get the most out of it. Turn that old jewelry that you never wear into a great trip somewhere this summer. Oaks Jewelry, making people sparkle and smile for decades. 
The barbecue dream began just before the Gators started winning a bunch of championships in the mid-2000s. And more than a decade later, I'm grateful to Gainesville. Just want to say thanks for helping us put the ribs back in barbecue. Hey, this is Adam of Adam's Rib Company. My wife Michelle and I just love seeing thousands of you that have made our restaurant a place to gather, chat, root on the Gators, and chow down on some barbecue. From their slow-smoked ribs, pork, or chicken with flavors that are fantastic, to homemade side dishes of anything imaginable, there's a reason why I use Adam's for a ton of my lunch breaks in between the many jobs from game day ordering to that special event where you don't want to cook we're here to help whether it's an intimate setting amongst friends or a tailgate party for the game we'll fix you up right with the freshest meats and ingredients to make sure your barbecue package is complete so check them out online at adamsribco.com but be prepared to drool when you see the menu or better yet stop by their dining location on 13th street or the place that northwest gainesville has fallen in love with the new carryout spot on 43rd and 53rd right across the street from Publix. You still can't find them? Just stick your nose out the window. It'll guide you to the best barbecue in town. Well, we all hope to be at the top of our game with everything we do. Hard work certainly helps, but so does preventing things from going haywire. So for me, it's maintaining my physique with a little less gummy bears. For those with AC units, it's a maintenance plan that'll keep you cool all year long. And there is nobody better at it than Crystal Air and Water. They've got fast service and flat rates with no surprises, no contracts, no pressure, and you can cancel anytime. Their four-tier preventative maintenance plan has something to suit whatever need you have. So when you need to feel secure that your AC unit is at the top of its game, a call to Crystal Air and Water is one you want to make. From the UF Weather Center, here is your WRUF weather update. A few thunderstorms may still pop up through this evening. Tonight, those thunderstorm chances go away, then patchy fog is possible. For your Tuesday, we'll have lower temperatures but higher rain chances. And those nasty heat indices above 110 are back in the forecast. Scattered afternoon and evening thunderstorms are possible too. From the UF Weather Center, I'm meteorologist Jeff George. Blue 42! Blue 42! Hut! Hut! Hike! The Gators, the Utes, kickoff is less than four weeks away. Right here on ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM WRUF. For the second time in 100 years of football at the University of Florida, the Gators celebrate as national champions. The home of the Florida Gators. From athlete activism to athletic achievements, we have you covered. Your home for every important sports story. ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF, the home of the Florida Gators. And now, more of the tailgate with Jeff Cardozo and Pat Dooley. Here on ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF, and online at WRUF.com. All right, welcome back. Jeffrey Cardozo here, PG, alongside, filling in for duels today. A lot of great calls already and more to come. So let's get right back to it as we welcome Jan into the tailgate. Hey, Jan, welcome. Yeah, yeah. Hi, guy. I don't want to belabor the point, but what you were saying about the coach putting in Rapinoe, I, 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 that was just horrendous. And 
not even necessarily on Rapinoe. I mean, the coach is supposed to know what his talent is. And not only did he put her in, and, and she did miserably. I mean, everything she did uh, was bad. Yeah. I mean, the first thing that happened was she took a she was on a breakaway. She might have been offsides. I'm not sure, but she was on a breakaway down near the goal and took a pass and lost it out of bounds. Yeah, couldn't control. Like, it. What the heck? And then she she was short on all the corner kicks. Yeah. Couldn't get it there. And then of course on the penalty kick, which apparently is unheard of. I mean, she just does not miss them. So something something not right with her that day. And four years ago, she won the Golden Boot or whatever the heck it was. You know, the best player in the yeah, world. In Cup, the world. So. It wasn't that far in her past, so four years, once you get a certain point, I guess it is. But So that seems on the coach. And compounding is is he took out Alex Morgan, who had been the center of the offense yeah. up until before she left. I mean, she had, uh, I think, a header and then a kick that were both pretty dangerous right in front of the goal there within five minutes or so when she was yanked. It wasn't like she was t- tired or, or, you know, or worn out or anything. Or it didn't seem to appear that way. And not only did that mean that she wasn't in for the overtime, she wasn't there for the penalty kicks. Exactly. She's probably a pretty good penalty kicker, right? I mean, you know. That was on. my thinking. Uh, yeah, it was, it was just horrendous. I mean, it seemed to me an amateur, just terrible coaching, I, I think. Uh, if I could just say one thing about the payment on that, it's a little complicated because while the women probably in America get a lot more more TV and notoriety than the men's team, and good for them. Mm-hmm. You know, worldwide, the men are part of the World Cup, which is there is no doubt is much bigger than the women's World Cup worldwide. I mean, it's the huge, it's the biggest sporting event in the world, generates incredible amounts of money, and I don't. So the question would be, does the men's national, the men U.S. men's national team? Do they partake of a certain amount of that worldwide bank, or is it limited to what happens on TV? And I, I, I don't know. So that that sort of complicates the idea of of you know which thing brings in the more money and therefore justifies salaries and stuff. I, I think it's yeah complicated. But other than that, thanks for letting me have my say. Yeah, good stuff, Jan. Thank yeah, you. Appreciate that. I was, I was kind of curious on what was going on there, especially in this day and age. I just don't feel like you can get away yeah. with that if you're. You know, skimping them. I don't think, and, but they're in. I mean, obviously, you see what World Cup does from the men's side. I think there was only, it was a full stadium, but it was it was only twenty seven thousand people there for that women's game the other day. So it's smaller stadiums, mm-hmm. and they're they're selling out. But yeah, you compare twenty seven to maybe sixty. Yeah, that's a big. I difference. Mean, that's a big difference in revenue. Uh, speaking of stadium and and capacity, I was. I was pleasantly surprised how many people came to that practice. Mm-hmm. And I think it was a big hit. They even had concessions going, yeah. and you could get down there and get autographs if you're part of the Florida Victorious. Yeah. Um, I thought that was really cool. And then he said today, Napier, during his weekly 1230, that that's going to become an annual thing. Uh, I used to go to all the pretty much all the practices when I was a student here. And Steve was here for a little while, even before that I was in high school. And, Brought your uh, bike over. Yeah, man. And uh, – yeah, he would come over and talk to us. We'd sit. They had benches. I think it was Zook got rid of the benches because we could sit on like metal bleachers, yeah. and he'd come over and sit down on the bleachers. He was he was a really cool guy, and uh, you know he was pretty candid out there. But I like being able to go to the practice. I do get now with the smartphones, mm-hmm. it's it's tougher, and you're going to get information and put it on the web or whatever. But I think maybe a couple like. I guess he only said one annually, but it'd be nice maybe if, if they opened up another one here and there, and then people feel like they know the team. Sure. So I yep. that was a great idea. Good thing for sure. Let's get uh, Jonesy to join us next. Hey, Jonesy. 
Hey guys, I tell you what, I'm I'm sick and tired of being sick and tired <laughs> of hearing the same thing when the season starts. Everybody's number one. Here we go. Oh, everybody's in love with the coach. What's going to happen if the Gators start one and two? Are you going to be calling for the coach's head? Are you going to be patient? I, I and I I think that's our job to tell them to be patient because. I think there's a lot of things that we can see that they, or at least the common fan or you guys out there that can't see. And structurally, he's doing it right. And he's very thorough. He's very just detail-oriented, really good at what he does. But as I mentioned, the roster last year sucked. And there was a lot of bad people that he had to get rid of and a lot of new people that he's got to come in and build. And, I mean, PG's great at the recruiting side of things, but if, if they can hold that 24 class together, mm-hmm. which is, what, third right now in the yeah. country, then you're starting to bring in people to, to be good. So, Jonesy, the only easy thing to say is, yes, they, people have to be patient. It's not a two-year fix. Heck, it's not even a three-year fix. To me, I think it's Lagway's second year, which would be another two years after this one. Especially with that 24 schedule. Yeah. That was, when I saw that, I was like, man, you could be, I think you could have brought Urban's team in there and won eight games with that schedule. Mm -hmm. I tell people the schedule just verbally that haven't seen it and they're just like, what? How? (laughs) how?" You know, Um, you know, FSU, I know Jonesy's an FSU fan. FSU uh, is creeping up in the recruiting now. Yeah. They're, I think they're approaching top five. So they're right. They're, they're, yeah, he's turned things around, but how many years did he get? This is what four. Well, this is your well, four. Yeah, I think so. This is his fourth year. Yeah, and, and and I understand. I don't have any hair on my head, but I wanted to pull it out for those first two years because, first of all, you you start thinking back to when you was ten and ten and two every year, but it's a new time now. It's just like with the new alignments with um the conferences. First of all, everybody wants to jump on the NIL. But you think about it. The NCAA had a chance to take the lead, but they kept fighting those guys and kept saying that we're not going to pay you. You're getting a scholarship. So now it's out of control. So i tell you what. So now you got – I think a lot of realignment is coming because of the NIL. How do you feel about that one? Yeah, I, I, I'm not – NIL has something to do with it, but it's more – the TV money and how big your school is and where it is and, and the region and, and what market you can grab because uh, they're going to pay for that. That's what ESPN is paying for. Now the streaming services are coming in on it. It's getting really complicated. So I'm sure NIL has something to do with it, but they're looking more at ratings and geography as far anyway, as I'm and you want to talk, like They want to talk about the NIL, but let's look at the MMM. That's more money, more money, more money <laughs> for, for for the conferences, more money for the school. But but I feel like it, it's a level playing field now. The students can make money because a lot of these students come and and they're 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 not where you think they are. You know, some of them are really poor, so it gives them opportunity to take care of their families. But I, I, I'm glad to see it happening. But this is what I'm looking at. We know that they got their teeth knocked out. The NCAA, I mean, the NCAA got their teeth knocked out against the NIL. But they better not get their teeth knocked out with this gambling thing coming up. It could ruin a school if they don't get it right this time. 
and write down what rules going to come. There should be some strict rules about if students get caught gambling or any coaches because it'll be like a wildfire amongst your teams. And you talking about embarrassing. You get caught gambling. It's going to be a terrible situation for the school, the conference, and college football as a whole. I hope the NCAA get it right this time. Like they didn't get it right with the NIL. They had to tuck care of the guy that wrote down a plan. But they better get a plan together. Just like Body Five says, nip it, nip it, nip it in the bud. All right, guys. All right, Jonesy. So, yeah, man, I mean, because college kids are more susceptible. There's more of them. Mm-hmm. There's less oversight into it. Like with the injury reports. I used to do that injury report on yep. here every Friday, and it was tough, man. Trying Under to Mullen, man, it was like Fort Knox. Yeah, and sometimes I, you know, I'd say, "Oh, it's the right shoulder," and then I'd get a text from somebody in the no-no, and they're like, "Hey, no, nah, man, it's his elbow." It's his you know, and I'm people. like, "Geez, yeah." <laughs> but uh, yeah, I, I see what he's saying. I, the injury reports, they're I think they're probably going to have to do a global thing with that because that's a big part of gambling if a guy's not out there and some people might know some people don't so you just got to kind of think and so brian kelly had to come out last week and Mm -hmm. say say that where he's going to be way more transparent because he understands that and i'm sure he had people go to him and say hey dude if you want me contributing to lsu here and i won't be betting then you better let well, me know what's going on so and, I don't get screwed. And that's what I'm saying, too. Like, if if they don't disclose it, but some people find out, that's mm-hmm. like insider trading. Sure. That can affect everything on lines. And, and you know how gambling works. Gambling, I didn't know this till year, a few years ago, but basically Vegas, the books, they, they set these lines to try to get everybody in the middle. They, they're getting money no matter what. Yep. They're not betting you. They want to even the bet so they take money out of the middle. That means they never – doesn't matter what happens in the game Mm -hmm. so they change lines based on that so if lines change quickly it can cost them money and they're in pretty big pretty pretty big shoes right now so they're going to get it fixed i think yeah they will all right we got to get our uh, final break of the hour knock that out come back and wrap up hour number one with byron here on the tailgate gainesville sports center here's what's trending now on ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF. Good afternoon, I'm Ellie Shreve. As summer comes to a close, the college football season is inching closer and closer. The preseason coaches poll was released earlier this afternoon with Georgia, Michigan, Alabama, and Ohio State atop the voting. Utah, Florida's first opponent of the season came in at number 14, while in-state rival Florida State sits at number 8. The U.S. women's national soccer team was eliminated from the Women's World Cup following a dramatic penalty kick shootout that saw Sweden prevail. Sunday's loss sent the Americans home in the round of 16, their earliest exit in a major tournament ever. In Major League Baseball, the Rays will return home to host the Cardinals tomorrow after winning three straight series. That's your Gainesville Sports Center. I'm Ellie Street. ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF. It's known as a small place with a big taste. If you don't know what I'm talking about, you're really missing out. The place that's been voted best cheesesteaks in Gainesville, it's called Big Mills. Serving 100% top butt sirloin, 100% chicken breast on their cheesesteak sandwiches, Big Mills has a big taste. They also offer sausages, hot dogs, burgers, and salads with a baseball theme inside that every diehard is going to want to see. They've also got ice cream and milkshakes to wash it all down, so come on down to 2111 13th Street, right next to Adam's Ribs and see why 
like Big Mills is a small place with a big taste. There's not many of us out there that really like going to the doctor. Well, I do want to tell you about a doctor that's amazing and essential for our everyday lives. It's the docs at Auto ER. A proud partner of the Florida Gators, they make you feel comfortable, don't take a lot of your valuable time, and most importantly, they'll always find the problem. With five locations around town, they'll proudly serve families and drivers like you across Gainesville, Alachua, Jonesville, Newberry, and High Springs. And as they love to say, it's for the life of your car. Check them out online at theautoer.com. It's an ER you'll actually like going to. Total control. We'd all love that, wouldn't we? You can have total control of your home environment with help from Electronics World. Let the pros at EW install a system to control your audio, video, lights, locks, thermostats, custom shades, garage door, and more. Plus, monitor your surveillance cameras with just one app. Now that's total control. Electronics World. Visit our showroom in Gainesville or online at electronicsworld.net. International Diamond Center is giving you relief from rising prices with incredible offers now through the end of August. Now through the end of August, IDC is offering you 36 months zero interest financing on pre-owned Rolex watches. Three years zero interest. And yes, this special finance offer includes all of IDC's luxury pre-owned Rolex watches. Hundreds in stock. Nothing is excluded. Submariners, Daytonas, Datejusts, Batmans, Pepsis. IDC has all the hard-to-find Rolex models in stock. Men's and ladies watches these pre-owned rolex watches are in pristine condition each one hand selected and carefully inspected for quality and craftsmanship right now through the end of august you can walk away with a rolex of your dreams and enjoy 36 months zero interest financing three years of low affordable payments don't miss this chance to get the rolex you deserve now through august 31st only during idc's amazing summer of savings event international diamond center on approved credit rolex financing offer requires 20 percent down payment from athlete activism to athletic achievements, we have you covered. Your home for every important sports story. ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF, the home of the Florida Gators. The tailgate with Jeff Cardozo and Pat Dooley continues here on ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF, and on your phone with the WRUF radio app. All right, just a few minutes left. Let's finish up the hour with Byron. Hey, Byron, welcome to the show. Hey, boy, Jeff, we're getting some rain out here, but let me get inside here where I can uh, say what I want to say. Okay. First, I love the show, guys, and thank you for taking my call. And, guys, I, I like my wife tell me never to tell this, but, you know, sometimes you be drinking around those Florida and Kentucky games, but I watched the replay the other night, and I don't know if anybody's seen this, but, it was some kind of rough and wheel leverage of somebody, and the Gator defender didn't get past the knees. And he just flung the ball up down there on the goal line, and they called roughing the passer. Where I'm going with this is, guys, I'm already questioning some of these calls. And in NFL, I question a lot of calls. And you're talking about gambling. And, guys, Coach Napier today was on talking about it's turning into NFL. And, and look what just happened in the NFL. I think you guys were talking about it. It's a bunch of gambling going in, going on. The, the Ridley, uh, but, so I'm going to just end it on this. I hope they keep it pure like y'all used to say, and these guys playing for the love of the sports because, you know, we've turned this into a money game. Jonesy, I love your calls. And, and, and boy, it's, it, it, everything, it's Las Vegas, 
without rules. At least the NFL got rules about gambling. Ain't no rules in college. Thank you, guys. Go Gators. Thanks, Brock. Yeah, I don't know. It's, they're going to have to do something, but I think it's under control right now, I guess, until it's not kind of thing. But they're, you know, they're always slow to act, too. It's like it takes something takes an act for them to do something right mm-hmm. so and you're starting to see you know, little bits and pieces who was that the other day it was uh iowa state that had the the problems and then baseball college baseball the alabama coach that was a shocker mm-hmm. i mean he yeah i mean had to have been in some kind of trouble i mean dude who does that you're the coach of a d1 sec program <laughs> like what do you need yeah. and, and did you ever see the tim donahue 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 Remember the NBA ref yep. that got caught? Yep. There's an Untold. It's a Netflix series uh, about sports. Like, and anyway, there was a whole episode about that, and he was in it and interviewed and all the players in that, and it was pretty crazy how it evolved, how he did get into trouble, you know, and then he was owned by them. Once they act like, you know, you get into that, then yeah. you're – Then you're screwed. Yeah. So it can happen. It, it is crazy how, though, you can – because you would just – like, remember, we were talking about Rapino. Like, what if somebody got to her and she missed that kick on purpose? Like, mm-hmm. I, obviously, that didn't happen, but it was, we're talking about this example. How do you determine that? Like, how do you watch enough film to say, hey, I think that dude was shaving points, or I think that guy was missing that free throw on purpose? Like, it's weird. Watch that documentary I'm talking okay. about because they would go to games. And back in the day when, when he was, you know, and, and you could see how he was calling games differently. Yeah. And they have all, yeah, so. Yeah, no, it's it's crazy how people can do that. Now with video, yeah. I mean, well, I always thought last year uh, Anthony should have kept the ball more, but that was a subjective thing. He gave it to the running back a lot. Remember yeah. that on that read in the oh, option? Yeah, so, I mean, but how do you how do you know? Yeah. yeah. You just don't. All right, I know you should come back for the second hour because PG is here. Make it a uh, good one. You are listening to the tailgate. Gainesville from the Spurrier's Gridiron Grill Studios. We are ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM W. You spoke, we listened. You wanted the easiest car buying experience ever. So we're giving you the easiest car buying experience ever. Your schedule doesn't have time for five hours in a car dealership. Work, kids, soccer practice, grocery runs, jury duty. Really? That again? Gatorland Toyota puts your convenience at the top of the list. With Express Shopping, you can browse our incredible selection and buy your vehicle entirely from the comfort of your home. Financing, paperwork, trade appraisal, even the pricing can be done remotely. No need to come to the dealership. Gatorland Toyota delivers your new car to you. And what if that car was fully customized? With our pre-order program, it's easier than ever to get the exact vehicle you want from headlights to trunk. Have a vehicle to trade or sell? Even if you don't buy from us, we'd love to take it off your hands and give you a top dollar offer that you're sure to love. Come experience how Gatto's got it at Gatorland Toyota today. Visit GatorlandToyota.com for the easiest car buying experience ever. Got chronic joint pain but want to avoid steroids and surgery? Take some advice from pro football legend Emmett Smith. 
Call QC Kinetics. Let QC Kinetics help you improve your quality of life with biologic therapies that get your body to repair and restore damaged tissue. These exciting new regenerative treatments from local medical professionals can help your body heal itself with lasting pain relief. Trust me, you want to avoid surgery if you can. Check out these biologic treatments to see what your options are. QC Kinetics, restorative, regenerative solutions with no downtime, no surgery, no drugs. I'm talking about joint pain we all can relate to in your knees, your shoulders, your hips, and your lower back. They'll get you feeling good again. Get relief now. What are you waiting on? Make the call to QC Kinetics. Tell them Emmett Smith sent you. Call QC Kinetics, 352-400-4550. That's 352-400-4550. Now with offices in Gainesville, Ocala, and the Villages, 352-400-4550. Since 1971, Meldon Law has been dedicated to giving back to our community, sponsoring shows like The Tailgate with Jeff Cardozo and Pat Dooley, live every weekday from 4 to 6. You can also join our podcast, Meldon Law and Friends, every Tuesday at 4 p.m., on Facebook, YouTube, and 37 audio platforms. Meldon Law is the only official injury law firm partner of the Florida Gators. Now, with offices in Gainesville, Ocala, and Lake City, MeldonLaw.com. Things have certainly got a little out of hand lately when it comes to just buying our everyday necessities. Just look at gas, streaming services, and heck, even chicken wings. Well, there is one necessity that shouldn't cost a ton, and that's taking care of yourself and helping fix all the aches and pains in life. And the fine folks at Titan MRI agree. With costs a fraction of what you'd pay at a hospital, you'll not only save money, you'll be taken care of by staff with over 20 years of scanning experience. Titan MRI is the only locally owned and operated MRI center in town and has offices in Gainesville and Lake City. And the great part about going there is you can park right out in front of the office. There's no long walks from a parking garage. The average scan time is just 15 minutes. So you can get back on your way with doing whatever it is you do in no time. With nothing but five-star reviews, they'll give you the five star treatment titan mri is a place where your doctors are sending their family so when you need an mri call titan first and you'll burst into smiles that it'll be the best thing you ever did for yourself this program is paid for by talking reds llc the tailgate with jeff cardozo and pat dooley is on the air let's do it it's go time. You can be part of the show by calling 392-TALK. That's 392-8255. You know, if I'm saying something to you, I don't say to you, I'm going to say something to you, and then say it, I just say it. Or hit the guys up on social media by tweeting to at Jeff Cardoza UF and at Pat underscore Dooley. The grill is hot and the beverages are ice cold. It's time to tailgate. Here are Jeff and Pat. All right, second hour brought to you by Meldon Law. They would not back down, and we ain't backing down with no duels here today. We brought in the uh, hired gun, PG, joining us here on a Sonic Sound Off Monday. Of course, still taking your calls, 392-8255. Call us up if you were uh, there at practice on Saturday. What would you see? And if you are part of the Florida Victorious and you were one of about, it's about 250 people or so, got to go down to the field afterwards and, Get pictures, autographs, all that kind of stuff. So really cool what they are doing. And obviously uh, the Florida Victorious is trying to get uh, bigger and better in this community. So help them out. Do their thing and get better players here. And then you can go to national championship celebrations and get autographs. So talking about players, the 24 uh, 
recruiting class, 247. And Florida State moved up to number four. Wow. So they're right behind Florida. They've got three five-stars, 12 four-stars. So he's doing a good job mm -hmm. over there. Georgia's number one. Of course. So loading up on a lot of four-stars here, only three five-stars. Florida's got two five-stars. Ranked third, Ohio State's two. And we're coming after one of their five-stars, the receiver. Mm -hmm. So he's been on campus a lot. Gets along with Lagway. Um, that would be a big get. And that's always been the goal, get that quarterback early and then try to mm -hmm. steal some dudes, some playmakers from other teams that they have relationships with. So. Jeremiah Smith okay. is the receiver's name. Big, tall guy, 6'3", 200 pounds. Number one receiver in the country. And he's been committed for a while to Ohio State, but he's been here a lot. How do you feel about that? Like, if you're committed somewhere, like we know a lot of it's, baseball it's commits. Weird. And if they go to, let's say we have a, let's say we have a South Florida commit, right? Mm -hmm. But then he comes to Florida's baseball camp, right, to get seen. So what does that say to South? Florida? You know what I mean? They get a yeah. little weird about all it that. It is weird. Football's different though. It, it, it's cutthroat. Like they expect. Yeah, it. I think it's always been. It's like those unwritten rules that we talk about everywhere. Like if it's a baseball commit, then you're committed and you don't think about it anywhere else. But mm -hmm. yeah, football. Those guys are always trying to. Like flirting. Just, yeah, get, <laughs> they're trying to just get as many commitments as they can so their graphics better. Mm -hmm. And they throw 20 logos on their graphic. Yeah, I got this, 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 this. It's like, seems like all they want. I, you know, I, when you see that blessed to get an offer post mm -hmm. and all that, <laughs> I don't know. I, if JJ's lucky enough to get some of those, I don't, I don't want him doing that. No. You know, just, just find the place yep. and, and casually do it. And yeah. Go, go get your day. With the little sheet behind you, sign on the dotted line, and there, there's go kids, play. There's kids now committing for, for their middle school program, doing like little uh, commitment videos. Wow. Yeah, it's it's taking my talents to Hawthorne. You know, I'm like, wow, man, this is like evolved. It's, it's really happening. Yeah, it's insane. Yeah, man. Speaking of, Buholtz is going to have a really nice team. There's a couple Gator commits. Yeah. Two two Gator commits. We were talking a lot about that off the air. Uh, your son's obviously moving up there, playing quarterback. Yeah. Yeah, he'll probably get some snaps. Oh, yeah. yeah. It, uh, yeah it'll be a fun year. I think we'll, we'll start to get some of these high school coaches on. It's, it's hard to believe. So public school starts Thursday, for those that don't know. You know, we're all into the, the UF stuff. But, yeah, all the high schools will be back on campus Thursday. And then high school football will start a week after that. So it's here. It's, uh, it's time. I just wonder – like, which way did you come in? Did you come in university to come to the studio here? No, I took eighth, cut back, a little bit of university. But they're still right in front of the north end zone. Mm -hmm. Got university all torn up. Something when are they going to fix that? Like, you can't have it. football season back and university still a mess. And it's even further down the road, too. Mm -hmm. It's down kind of by Library West. Mm -hmm. they're, they're doing a whole renovation there. I think something happened with the pipes, the sewer below. Because you can see these huge con yeah. cylinders, uh, concrete that they're doing. And that's – they got a month yeah. before people come here. So, I don't know, man. It looks chopped up. They need to get rid of those little speed bumps. I'm about tired of those little bumps, man. Right? Yeah, those are never going to go. I know. Because of all the uh, I know. I, accidents. I, I, I get it. But when we were in college, none of that stuff happened. I mean, you know, I, I don't know. Yeah. Everybody got by on that. And they've changed a lot over here. But there's not a lot of ways in. So that would create a lot of problems, even for just walking. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I don't know, man. Make it tough. 
Um, all right, so yeah, lots to uh, to talk about. We got a uh, good conversation about the quarterback position. Certainly, the receivers looking better under Billy Gonzalez. Uh, running backs, I don't think you have any issues there. Those guys are legit and should be the strength of the team. But even from a defensive standpoint, it you know you you hear part of the conversations, and I don't ever get to sit amongst the fans because I'm obviously in the radio booth, but. I hear a lot of people tell me that there's a lot of moans and groans when it's third and 15 and they see the corners 10 yards off of the receivers. They let them get all this space. But it it sounds like you got a D coordinator now that wants to be really aggressive. Mm -hmm. He's going to play man. He's going to get up on the ball. He's going to deny a lot of stuff. So it should be music to a lot of these Gator fans' ears by hearing that kind of stuff. I agree. And and I also didn't realize that, our, that the safeties – really didn't run well mm-hmm. so last year yeah and like, i was here I mean, like, look at trading's combine <laughs> yeah that's what i mean we saw yeah. that later uh and i don't know how do you not he uh, napier calls it verified speed i hear him say that a lot so he knows like how fast guys are and you would think your safeties and corners need to be amongst your fastest players on the team in a four eight there's linemen that can run that yeah so that was not good so maybe you know, they were trying to protect themselves from getting beat over the top. Could be. Because we didn't realize that. Sure. So, I don't know. But I, I would imagine, and I also heard Armstrong talk about, you know, yeah, we, we, we did suck on third down, right? But what happened on first down and second down? You, you get what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, what were the distances? But it did feel like last year we were in, we had some third and longs and we always gave it up. Always gave it up. So, uh, it's got to be better, right? That's what you're telling me it's going to be better. but It'll be better. All right. For sure. See how good Johnny is today. Hey, Johnny, welcome. Come on, man. It's Johnny C. Johnny C. CG, what's going Man. <laughs> Listen, brother. You know, let me say this real quick before I lose the groove. Uh, Sometimes we got to let bygones be bygones. Let hope be your rope. Let's move forward. Can I get an amen? I'm just saying, man. We keep getting caught up in the past and 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 all this stuff what used to be. I'm my 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 uh, my hope is this that we just move on, man. That the Gators be be a Gator. Gator ain't gonna forget how to bite, do they? Huh? Nope. Do they forget how to bite? They do not. But we gonna bite. We gonna bite. We gonna surprise some people. I just speak confidence. I mean, I got. I'm an optimist. To the extreme, I know my my buddies. They always, you know, they you know Johnny C. You know this and that, but what if and all that. But what if not? You know. So at the middle of the year, when we when we doing pretty good, I'm gonna call back, Jeff. All right. I'm gonna talk to PG. <laughs> What's up, uh-huh? buddy? I hear you, man. I, I I you know I I'm an optimist. Uh, yeah. I just think. I know it was tough last year, man. But yeah, it I, was. I, I I was like this, man. I was like. And then I had to listen to my jack group. I just had to get off. <laughs> I had to go to the water a lot of times just to jump, jump, jump myself in there. But we're going to be back, man. We're going to be back. Just give us some time. Billy, uh, Nate's doing his thing, and um, we're going to be all the way live. I got one more question, and I, I'm going to got a question for you, brother, and I'm going to get off the phone. Listen, I don't know if I've asked this before, but maybe i asked ask you, Jeff. What, do you think um, – Recruiting, uh, uh, you know, they talking about doing the stadium move and all that stuff, right? Are they still talking about that? Yeah, of course, yeah. Yeah. So, 
during the time they're doing that, that's what I was asking. Do you think recruiting would be affected at all? Because if I'm a player trying to come to school and it, you, you understand what? Can you feel what I'm saying? Yeah, but I don't. I, they're they're not. I don't think they're coming to the school for a different stadium. They've already got all their swag. I mean, with that facility that they built and locker room and the the way that you know center is over there with the indoor and everything else and the pool. Like, I mean, that that's what they're coming for. And then certainly the Heavener yeah. Center and Dorms, you know, the academics, where and, they live now. Yeah, it's, it's like awesome. It's like Taj Mahal. So mm-hmm. yeah, they they've got it all structured right. So renovating the swamp's not going to matter. To those guys, okay, I, I just feel like you know, you know, you come in and renovate. Where you gonna be playing at? Where you gonna be? Oh, they'll still, yeah, they'll still play in the swamp. Okay, I'm, 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 a, I'm gonna hear you, brother, and I'm, I'm gonna leave that alone. But listen, man, I always say, shooter backer, shooter backer, shooter backer, spit. If you ain't a gator, shaving cream. I'm gonna leave it alone. <laughs> Take it easy, fellas. <laughs> so I think it is gonna help, but it's five years down the road because yeah. they're going to do it in phases mm-hmm. too, right? But how could it not help? I mean, we were just up at Alabama at Hoover and we went over to um, Brian Denny yeah. and we, I saw it and I was impressed. So if like you come with your family on your official and you watch a game and, and Strickland talked about the logistics of what it is now for the players that they're recruiting to get to where they're sitting. They want to like build a better walkway for them. Did you hear that part? Mm-hmm. And and he, they get it, and I think that I mean you get your parents here, and it's really nice, and you got the lights going up and down, and the crowd going crazy, and it looks state of the art. Yeah, I mean, how could that not help? Yeah. You know, so I think yeah, it'll help. But the, I don't even know if a recruit next year will see the stadium done if he's a senior. You know, correct. So a long time, long time off. Um, I don't know if you've been watching this little league World Series game or those to get there. So they were down, Louisiana was down 7 nothing to Oklahoma. They all of a sudden come back 7-6, loaded the bases, and then dude just struck out with one out. So now bases loaded, two outs, with a dude up to tie the game. I mean, this is like, yeah. for for an 11 or 12-year-old, they're like, man, what's going on right He's now? quick pitching like, him right is, here. Or he's two more balls, though. He, he walks in the tying run. So, oh, body I mean, language. Yeah, imagine what these kids are going through. Like, we, we think about sports all the time. That, you know, this is like everything on the right, line right now. That's 3 and 0. Oh, one more wide one. He should have stepped into that one. Yeah, he's getting hit there. Wear it. L- little John Olerud up right now. <laughs> <laughs> I actually was, I was telling you, I was watching this yesterday. Uh, Florida and Georgia was in a rain delay, and they had the Ascension team, the, the Louisiana team on, and they got swag. Yeah, they do. It's fun watching these groups. Are these 11s or 12s? I, I think they're 12 okay. for the Little League World Series. Yeah, I mean they're they're nice players. It's fun to watch that. I, I get hooked. Oh yeah, get yeah. into it for sure. All right, we need a break. We'll do that. We'll come back and tell you if he walked the dude to tie the game when we come back here on the tailgate. Gainesville Sports Center. Here's what's trending now. On ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF. Good afternoon. I'm JoJo Schillingford. Florida has sustained an early bite by the injury bug. Sophomore interior linebacker Shamar James sustained a knee injury on August 2nd. Coach Billy Napier has assured Florida fans that James will only be out for around 7 to 10 days. Former Florida Gators wide receiver Jacob Copeland participated in a tryout with the Minnesota Vikings on Sunday and has officially signed with the Vikings earlier this morning. 
Florida women's basketball team has released their official non-conference schedule. In Coach Kelly Ray Finley's freshman year as a coach, she led her team to a 19-15 record. The Florida women's basketball team hopes to garner more wins and more success in the upcoming season. That's your Gainesville Sports Center. I'm JoJo Schillingford. ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF. Every morning I get up, start the trek into town for a busy day ahead, and every morning, I kid you not, I pass an ugly green van or truck along the way, heading to work as well. But the best part of that site is I know someone is about to be wowed with the craftsmanship and work ethic from days gone by with the technology of today, because that vehicle has vintage electric written across the side. And that quality is evident all over North Central Florida. And with more than two dozen licensed journeyman technicians, you can be assured that a call to Vintage Electric is a call you won't forget. Now, I'm sure there's tons of you out there with honeydews up the wazoo. And if any of those have to do with electricity, call Vintage Electric today. No job's too small. They do it all. From service upgrades to rewiring, appliance and AC circuits, and how about an entire smart home installation? That way, you can just ask Alexa to turn on the tailgate. So have them put their tailgate down, grab their tools, and sit back and know your electric job is going to be done right. Call up Vintage Electric today at 371-8021 or visit them online at vintageelectric.net. Hey, y'all, it's Kyle from Leonardo's. Leo's is cruising into our 47th summer in Gainesville, and we are bigger and better than ever. Come on down and see the familiar faces of our incredible team. Hey, I'm five and a half years in and still one of the new guys. Our sliced combos are a perfect way to get a fix in one of the last salad bars in town, and the family feast will satisfy your entire crew. You can be proud when you eat at Leonardo's, knowing that you support a local family business that has been part of the Gainesville community for nearly half a century. Hey, Jeff, we're nearly as old as Pat. (laughs) Not even close. We're constantly telling you about all the great things that you can go buy at Oaks Jewelry at a fraction of the cost of getting things at the mall across the street. And while that's still true, now's the perfect time to have Oaks Jewelry buy something from you. Gold and silver prices have skyrocketed. And if you got anything just laying around in the drawer or you just need a little extra cash, we'll take it to Oaks Jewelry and walk out of there a winner. The price of gold hasn't been this high in a really long time, so now's the perfect time to stop by and get the most out of it. Turn that old jewelry that you never wear into a great trip somewhere this summer. Oaks Jewelry, making people sparkle and smile for decades. Since 1971, Meldon Law has been dedicated to giving back to our community. Its Veterans Making a Difference program honors over 20,000 veterans in North Central Florida. We're here for our veterans, our community, and we'll be there when you need someone on your side after a serious accident. Meldon Law is the only official injury law firm partner of the Florida Gators. Now, with offices in Gainesville, Ocala, and Lake City, MeldonLaw.com. Emergencies are awful and normally happen at the worst time imaginable. No one likes it when something unexpected happens, and more often than not, you've got to spend a ton of effort and time trying to fix it. But I want to tell you about a company that I've seen firsthand fix things, and they were fantastic. ServPro of Gainesville, Alachua County provides 24-7 emergency water restoration and dryout, fire restoration, mold remediation, reconstruction, And that's just to name a few of everything they do. No matter your needs, everything is done to industry standards in the most thorough way possible. So there's no way you should call anybody else around because they can handle any size loss, big or small. Independently owned and operated, the ServPro crew will be there for you. So let them seize the job and ensure your emergency will be handled the right way. ServPro is the only official cleanup and restoration company of the Florida Gators. 
Follow ESPN Gainesville on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. Stay up to date with the latest information, interviews, stories, contests, and events. We are 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF, the home of the Florida Gators. This is Gator soccer coach Samantha Bohan, and you are listening to The Tailgate with Jeff Cardozo and Pat Dooley right here on ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF, and anywhere in the world on the WRUF radio app. All right, he walked him. Oklahoma was up 7 nothing. Louisiana comes all the way back, ties it 7 apiece. What's going on here? And Something yeah, malfunction? And now right, you, man, Matt, so now you got a 3-2 count, bases loaded <laughs> again. One more wide one walks in the – it would be the winning run. Is it six innings, right? Or they play seven? I think they play the, six. Yeah, it's just six, so it could be the winning run. Look at that pressure, man. You can just feel it. You got moms crying in the stands. <laughs> Crazy stuff. All right, glad PG is here today. We are uh, the tailgate, and we are excited that we are certainly talking football. A lot of people out there, and we're able to watch. And if there's anything you took from Saturday you want to bring to the table, throw it out there, and we're happy to chat about it. Let's get Mike to join us next. Hey, Mike, welcome. Hey, gentlemen, how you doing? Good. Jeff, how about my Orioles, bud? Same Ter- amount of wins as Atlanta has right now, 70. Yeah. First American League team to, to get to that point, pretty crazy. It's, it's awesome. There's a lot of young talent on that team and especially you look at the draft and how well that they've drafted. I think the last, they said, so they got a guy from, what, second round pick in, in Rutschman's year. So it was, what, four years ago. But there's there's like five guys in that lineup that were first or second round picks that are already up in the big leagues playing. Well, and they've got a couple guys that are probably going to come up in Triple A too. That yeah. Are, it's, uh, they've done an unbelievable job. It's, it's kind of like the way Tampa built their club. Sure. Uh, you know, build up your farm system, you know, have faith in the guys that you, you believe in and, and stick with them. Because a lot of teams would have sent Henderson down at the first year when he was struggling, but yeah. they stayed with him. Well, they, they, even, they uh, even got a kid from uh, Arkansas, Heston Kerstat, who was a second-round yeah, pick, yeah. and he's in the minors, and he can't even sniff the team. And to me, he's – and you know, I've been doing – college baseball now for what 20 years he he's one of the best hitters i've ever seen in college that guy was so good he's, and he's their fourth ranked prospect oh is he okay because he got jackson holiday oh yeah, yeah first pick last oh year. my gosh oh, but, I, mean, I can't believe how fast he's coming up and just every time he comes up a, a class he just tears it up yeah one thing i want to tell you though jeff they've got to stop this uh pouring on the field uh it, when when they two guys square up they if they need to make it if you throw a punch, you're out for 10 games. And if you leave the bench, you're out for five games. This kind of garbage has got to stop. There's no reason for that. Uh, you know, this, it, and it really the, the, the umpire was cowardly. If he would have stepped in between both of those guys, it would have never got to that point. But he just backed away. Yeah, and he, let ba- fight. he bailed out of there. <laughs> he was, that was like a real <laughs> fight. That was like the ref. <laughs> Yeah, that was. But they, they've got to stop this. You know, this. Oh well, that's how they do in baseball. Yeah, but it, it doesn't happen a lot anymore, Mike. I think there's so many guys that know each other and are friendly, and you know, they're all now with all these world leagues, and they're playing against each other and a lot of teammates. You hardly ever see fights anymore like you used to back in the day. That's why it was so surprising. And but it's just well, you know, and Ramirez is one of the nicest guys in, in baseball. But 
Tim Anderson's one of those guys that always pokes at you, tags hard, and he just flat out said to him, I was, was like, you're going to get somebody hurt. Yeah, I don't like to see anybody fight, but I was glad to see that guy get knocked on his butt. Because he's the one, to me, Maris was just protecting himself. Sure. He didn't throw the first punch. And, you know, and Anderson squared up first. So, you know, have you seen what they're going to yeah, six six games and three games. Yeah, is what they got. Anderson got the six. Yeah, I would have given him more, but uh, anyway, it's just there's no reason for it in baseball. And then kids watching the game, you know, they need to clean that stuff up. And something else they need to clean up is can and uh, a pro baseball players still chew tobacco when they're playing? Yeah, not supposed to, but I see it. Yeah, it happens a lot. It's a, it's a, one of the most addictive substances it's known to man. If, if anybody saw somebody, I had a friend had half his face removed from chewing tobacco. Why, you know, why don't they just let them take a, a line of cocaine before they go up? It's, it's a drug. It's addictive. Why do they let them do it? Minor stop it. Why won't the major league stop it? Because it, to me, it's, it's gross when you see guys spitting and uh, it's just Come on, guys. Yeah, I mean, you, you, I mean, you can it. you can buy it over the counter. So, I mean, the, you're telling grown men to stop that, so you can't really do that. Yeah, you can when you're working for a company. Because a company can say, you can't chew tobacco right now. If they want to chew tobacco at home, knock themselves out, get cancer. But when they're in front of a kid, they don't need to be chewing tobacco. That's just plain wrong. They don't need to be drinking alcohol. They don't need to be doing coke. They don't need to be doing any drugs while they're playing the game. And I think any business has a right to say that. Okay. Yep, that's fair. All right, bud. Thanks, Mike. Um, I remember fights. There was one fight where the batter kicks the catcher. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm talking about? And yeah. runs out there. He got he got rid of the catcher first. Wow. So. He just, like, looked back, bang, and then he ran out. <laughs> and then there's another one. I showed JJ. We, we see them come across on, like, Instagram. Okay. And there's another one where the guy was upset. I think he's a left-handed batter, and he drops a bunt. Remember that one? And the bunt's going up the line, oh, and yeah. he just beelines to the just pitcher right to and the, just crushes him. I mean, you don't see that anymore. No, like that was that's twenty games. I mean, he could have, yeah. So yeah, the the rivalries just aren't there anymore because free agency and everybody's. I mean, there was now they have this game on. Uh, have you tr- have you played it yet? It's like you. I don't know, Invincible or something. We actually, our producer last week said, it's like, hey, you have to match up a player that played for Pittsburgh and the Marlins. And then if you get it right, you move to the next box and you try to get all. But now it's easy because they were talking about, you know, the guy that went from the Cubs the other day, he's now on his 14th team. So you have all these guys where before, like when Cal Ripken just played for the Orioles or, you know, everybody now changes teams so much that, I think everybody's friendly with each other. You, you, so there's not nearly as many fights and yeah. rivalries because, I mean, look at the other day. I don't know if you saw it where Acuna stole second and Dansby Swanson's a shortstop for the Cubs, tags him, and Acuna gives him a little nut tap. Yeah, they're, did, they're going did. back and forth I having fun. <laughs> like, I mean, you can't, you wouldn't have been able to do that 20 yeah, years no, ago, no. but everybody now just loves each other. So, you know, speaking of baseball and the players changing and all that, you know, I'm a big Mets fan mm-hmm. and. This is what it is, whatever. Yeah. But you know what I don't hear anybody talking about is like Scherzer's high in the uh, MLB Players Association. Verlander's also kind of one of those guys. And they took the most money for the next guy, yeah. right? Because a lot of owners aren't paying. Mm-hmm. Like they don't, you know, Otani's going to get paid and those kind of guys. But a lot of guys 
probably deserve a little bit more. So they were taking the best deals because it helps the AAV and then the next deal through, you know, just what's happened already. But they're disappointed because that the Mets owners spent a lot of money. And then if you look at the teams that are in the playoffs, like Mike was is a Baltimore fan. Yeah. Money doesn't equate wins no, anymore. No, these low payrolls now are the ones. Are the ones coming winning. up. And yeah. these, these prospects are so valuable. So my question to you is, are these players – more advanced and ready to come in faster and make difference are these are these young players like a lot of these guys i haven't seen too much of baltimore but i know that you know some of the guys but are they are they better baseball players at a younger age now that can come in and contribute and that's the value sure yes i think the easy answer is yes and i mean you're seeing it with the orioles you certainly see it with the rays over all these years the d-backs yeah they're young i mean Mm -hmm. you can pretty much go down the line and the young teams are, are the reds are a lot better yeah. and they're just young guys so I and then the arbitration the pitchers th- there's a big problem right now with pitching because by the time you pay them like Strasburg was a two a quarter of a billion and he had three wins mm-hmm. DeGrom went down you really can't point I always talk about this but Garrett Cole is probably the only guy that got the 250 million that's actually producing correct so why pay that Strider's the one that's valuable sure I just draft a bunch of pitching all the time and yeah. get those Which guys to work, and right? It's good. So, and then, like, you don't really need the top guys in your staff. You just need solid three to five, you know, and, and you're you're a good team. It's just different. Baseball's changed, man. So, change a lot. Let's get uh, Kyle to join us next. Kyle, what's up? Hey, Jeff. How are you? Hey, good, man. Hey, I just wanted to talk uh, the, the whole Michael thing with, with no booze and no drugs. I completely disagree with that because David Wells pitched a perfect game when he was drunk. We had guys <laughs> pitching no hitters on LSD. Uh, you know what? Without the pitch clock, baseball would be boring. So why not have cocaine in the game? You think the Oakland A's fans wouldn't show up if they weren't all coked up? I mean, attendance would skyrocket. It'd be way more entertaining than it is right now. So I just wanted to give my two cents and say I'm all for cocaine and booze in the game, baby. Bye. <laughs> well, Matt Harvey was, was doing some of that stuff. And, I, you know, it probably still goes on. That's the strongest union. So I don't even know if they get tested for half the things until yeah. there's a problem. Right. Right? Who knows? I mean, just steroids now. And what did the, all the guys take back in the day? The greenies, mm-hmm. all the methamphetamines, right, that sped them up and kept them out there? Yeah. I don't know. We we were able to take creatine one year here as a player, like when it was first coming out. So mm-hmm. that would have been 98. Yeah. You, like, could, you could take creatine. And, you know, that was the Andro and all mm-hmm, that stuff with mm-hmm. McGuire and Sosa and going through it, and you just buy it over the counter. Wow. No big deal. And you didn't get in trouble for it. The players cannot take creatine now. No, correct. Okay. All right. Yeah. So it's changed a lot. Definitely has, man. And, and I know how you feel about the steroid era. Yeah. You know, can't keep them out of the record books. No, everybody was doing it. Yeah. So Even in college. There's yeah. a lot of college guys doing it back then. Look at all those LSU dudes. Yeah. Won a whole bunch of national titles because of it. Well, I, I enjoy the game of baseball. It sucks because I'm a Mets fan. But uh, yeah, I don't hate the Braves. They're just in the division. But yeah. that, that's a fun team to watch, man. Who's your, who's your favorite right now coming out of the NL? Pretty much the Braves. Got the they got Braves. the best team. Sure. Um, Get some pitching back. Yep. Offense is tearing it up. Yeah, they're Studs. good. They're young, man. That's what. And, and they did. And they're all signed for a while. Yeah, man. 
gosh, it's going to be tough to overtake them. It will. Yeah. All right, got to get a break. We'll do that. We will come back and keep the conversation rolling. You're listening to The Tailgate. Live from Weimer Hall on the campus of the University of Florida, ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF. Yes, it's hot out. An obvious observation that everybody knows about, and the last thing you need is your AC unit deciding to shut down on you. Well, if it unfortunately does, I've got an obvious choice to call. That is Crystal Air and Water, and they're going to be there to take care of you, 100% service satisfaction guaranteed. Whether you're in Alachua, Archer, Gainesville, Hawthorne, High Springs, Melrose, Micanopy, Newberry, Stark, Williston, or anywhere in between, Crystal Air is a phone call away. They service and install all the top national brands and their licensed technicians will help you feel comfortable from start to finish. So make the call, 333-0460, Crystal Air and Water. They aren't comfortable until you are. License number CMC, 1249384. Summertime means fun time. It's a chance to get out and enjoy all the great things here in North Central Florida and beyond. Getting outside and getting after it again can be awesome, but turn into all full pretty quickly if you don't stretch or if you're just old like Pat Dooley. So if you have a mishap with some aches and pains and need any type of chiropractic treatment, there is nobody better in town than Dr. Paul Gardner. At Gardner Chiropractic and Injury, they have affordable, no-stress care. From sports injuries to chronic pain and headaches that won't go away, they've got many therapies that will get you better. They can even order MRIs, ultrasounds, CAT scans, x-rays, and blood work to get you all diagnosed the right way. Gardner Chiropractic and Injury Center has been making the people of Gainesville feel better for a really long time. Located right next to Gainesville Health and Fitness on University Avenue, finding them is as easy as getting better. So give them a call today at 727-4438. As you look online at all the Facebook pages, the TikToks, and the tweets, there are resolutions everywhere. Heck, even Dooley is resolving to lift some weights and not to suck at golf so badly this year. So I told him the one-stop shop to fix up both is Play It Again Sports. If you have things you want to get better at for 2022, check out their bikes, their exercise equipment, their gloves and bats, and even their slew of Frisbees for a little Frisbee golf. They are the place for just about anything. And if you have anything just laying around don't use anymore, well, bring it in for some cold hard cash or trade it up for something snazzy. Play It Again is the perfect place to find whatever you are looking for. And it's located right on University and 34th Street, so it's easy to find. And I'm there all the time, so I just might see you at Play It Again Sports. From the UF Weather Center, here is your WRUF weather update. A few thunderstorms may still pop up through this evening. Tonight, those thunderstorm chances go away, then patchy fog is possible. For your Tuesday, we'll have lower temperatures but higher rain chances. And those nasty heat indices above 110 are back in the forecast. Scattered afternoon and evening thunderstorms are possible too. From the UF Weather Center, I'm meteorologist Jeff George. The the, the Dan Patrick Show. Dan Patrick. But uh, Aaron Rodgers said that Sean Payton's comments about Nathaniel Hackett were very surprising and out of character for a coach to do that to another coach. I thought it was way out of line and appropriate, and I think he needs to keep uh, my coach's names out of his mouth. It, it was almost a Will Smith moment. The Dan Patrick Show. Dan and the Danettes and you. Weekday mornings at 9, right here on WRUF. We are your home for Sunday night baseball all summer long. 
We are ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF, and anywhere in the world on the WRUF radio app. This is Florida Gator head football coach Billy Napier, and you're listening to The Tailgate with Jeff Cardoza and Pat Dewey right here on ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF, and anywhere in the world on the WRUF radio app. About uh, 20 minutes left. That's it. Time flies when you're having fun. It is the tailgate or Titan MRI hotline hot today. A lot of people chatting and everybody loves when this guy chats it up. It's the cattleman's turn to join us. Mikey, what's up? Hey, Jeff, you got me. Gotcha. Where's Duels today? Yeah, jury duty. Oh, that's right. Yeah, that's right. Well, hey, uh, PG, man, I've heard you over the years. You do a great job. And don't forget, Andrew, Robbie does a great job, too, in a jam. That's right. Appreciate it, man. Yeah. Hey, uh, Jeff, got two or three questions for you here. Um, one thing, some Florida football, of course, but a couple of knickknacks. Um, everybody's, all these kids, you know, you're close to these kids, uh, Jeff. All these kids got a phone. Everybody's got an iPhone, right? Yep. Do you see this crazy deal out of Clemson? Uh, no, I did not. Only fans. Well, oh, yeah, yeah, where you, where you had the videos of the kids in the locker room yeah, making yeah. money. I brought it up with Steve today. It's the wildest thing I've ever heard. He wanted to argue with me, because I guess because it's me. But uh, let me just ask you a question. I got to, I want to move along. But um, I know in, in baseball locker rooms, guys have, you know, their little routines and haircuts and whatever. What would you boys have done back then or even now if I was walking around with my iPhone taking pictures of you nude in a locker room? What the hell would happen to you? Get the heck beat out of you. Yeah, just beat their ass probably, and grab their phone yeah. and like crush it, <laughs> throw it into a locker, pitch it. Well, I mean, I mean you see these kids. I've heard you say you got kids, Jeff. I mean, the whole world's on your phone now. It's just another computer in your pocket. I get it, but man, is that not the wildest thing you've ever heard? That dude was going to start at Clemson. He's a four-star uh, player, linebacker. Was going to probably start for Clemson. And um, dude's taking naked pictures of his teammates in the locker room. Does yeah. it get much lower than that? No, it's pretty insane. And I don't. Obviously, maybe he just thought money was a good thing, but I just don't understand how you do that. Teammates for one, uh, it's just it's, it's illegal, though. Yeah, to, to put somebody's picture on explicit that, that's and, just, and yeah. naked. Yeah, and well, I get, I get mad sometimes. I'm sitting there in the car, and you know, I got my kid in the front seat, and he's doing Snapchat, and he'll like just put a picture of me and they're like driving i'm like why are you taking a picture of me dude same thing like to me. come on and i know what they're doing uh, yeah and these and like women and women and stuff instagram only fans these a lot of women strip on their phones they're getting filthy rich doing it aren't they jeff they are yeah okay and one other thing on that speaking of phones what about that ride up there in new york city dudes were thinking they were getting some playstation fives and they had a ride i didn't see crazy that. isn't it Okay. Well, anyway, that dude at Clemson, by the way, for people who don't know, Google it. He's playing for Cl- Kiffin picked him up. My boy Kiffin picked him up, Jeff. What about that? Wow. That is your boy. <laughs> he'll, he'll probably be starting for Ole Miss week one. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I got a little Florida football questions for you here, guys. Uh, I had stuff going on, but I heard a little bit of the first hour. 
heard y'all talking about how looking good in practice and all that and quarterback looking good and all these guys. And You know, Phil Steele's had some good things to say about Florida. And I got to thinking, guys, you know, I've seen a lot of mediocre to bad football the last decade up my way. Here's the problem. Kentucky's got a good-looking quarterback. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, uh, Georgia's head and shoulders above the, the league in the East. Tennessee's thought to have a pretty good team coming back. Yeah, South Carolina's got a good quarterback. Yeah, yeah, Spencer Rattler's still on the field, you know, wherever we could get him. We all know this. The SEC's a mini-NFL, pre-NFL, however you want to term it. See, that's the problem. When you get a 6-6, six and 5-7 six, and seven type, you know, in that rut – you can look at guys and say, "Hey, man, we're going to be, man, we're going to surprise the people." But you could surprise people and go eight and four. But I, I but mean, I, LSU. I mean, I'm not, I'm not running Florida down. I'm not saying anything negative. You know, Phil Steele saying positive. A lot of good coaches make jumps in year two. We all know how that goes. But I'm just saying, you look at, uh, you know, say a mediocre football team, which Florida's thought to be, you know, going into the season. Problem is, there are 13 other teams in the in the SEC, and those dudes are all making six, seven million dollars a year too. Jimbo's got five stars across the board at every position. Well, and in my case, we, we, I think we try to say it all the time. I know Steve says it because I, I hear him do it, but he's right. I mean, the other team has good players too, and yeah. and, and you're exactly right. Like as much as we want to think Florida's back, the roster was horrible last year. It's better this year, but it's still not even close to what. Billy Napier wants it to be, so I, I think that in itself, you're right. It's not close to what George is. Certainly, what Alabama and LSU and some of these other programs are. So you've you've got to get the better players in order to be successful. And, and the Gators aren't there yet. But gosh, if you go eight and four this year, if that's the number, I think a lot of Gator fans will take that yeah. right oh, now. Yeah. But 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 if you're but as your listeners know, if you celebrate eight and four as a program or as a fan, you're a loser. Yeah, but it's also something different than what you've seen around here in several years. Yeah. And, and that's well, you know, Pat, progress to hopefully then get it done the next year. Yeah. Well, I'll, I'll jump off, Jeff, but, you know, Pat's got all these great sayings, but i got some pretty good ones, too. And mine is somebody's got to go to the live on Birmingham Bowl, right? Not everybody can go 10-2. and two. Yep, that's true. Y'all hang in there. All right. And, and you could have a really good team on paper, and the same can happen to you in mm-hmm. this league. It's a tough league. Um so what's the difference makers? You want to have depth and talent, right? Mm-hmm. Talent and depth, right? You want to build that through all the means. Now there's multiple ways to do that. And he's trying to do that as a program, Napier. But what makes the difference? Is it then scheme? Is it togetherness, efficiency? I kind of think those things come in. And that's that's what I'm excited about. And I think you were saying the same thing. Yeah. Like the efficiency, the, the, the togetherness. Now I want to see the scheme. Like can he, you know, can the plays get called? Can he be explosive? Because at the Tennessee game last year, he aired it out a lot, and mm-hmm. I was like, wow, I didn't, I didn't think we were capable of that. Yeah, you know, as, as scheming up. So, you know, I, that's the stuff. And then, yeah, eight and four. I mean, ten years ago, we would have been like miserable. Pissed. People, yeah. we, we went through some of that, and everybody was calling and so upset. I got fired. Yeah, you know, and but now it's 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 trending up with a new coach. Eight and four is a different feeling. Eight and four, does that make sense? Yeah, and so. and if it is eight and four, I mean let's just let's just say that that's what they go. So that means you're going to lose to LSU, Florida State, Georgia, and Tennessee. Are Gator fans happy with that because you lost maybe your four, I guess, biggest games, mm-hmm. or? 
if the four losses are Arkansas, Georgia, Kentucky up there, and South Carolina on the road, that means you beat Florida State and you beat Tennessee. Mm-hmm. Beat is some rivals. A, is that a better eight and four? So that's, that's a good question. I I think he has to beat a rival this year. Yeah. I think got to pull one out, and I don't think I don't know. I, these teams are really good, but but is the separation that much? Right. To, 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 and then if you get the game at home, is, is, does that bring the line back a little bit? And then you get a little bit of luck too. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I, it's going to be really interesting. I I I think seven eight wins is what they're going to get this year. It, and it could go really bad, though. But maybe being together might help that, you know, from falling off the cliff, right? So I, I don't know. What and, do you... and everybody's learning. I mean, I think even Billy Napier learned after year one. And that's why he changed the roster, knew what he needed to get mm-hmm. from a player standpoint, obviously knew what worked and what didn't work. So he's gotten rid of all the stuff that didn't work, and now he's using the, the stuff. And so, yeah, they've got to be better. I think – it's something like 60-something players are Napier players, right? Something like that. Mm-hmm. It's a huge number. He's turned the roster over, not completely, but from a percentage standpoint, it's it's pretty high turnover. Like, Frazier's is still here. I could just go down the line. There's guys that, that, were, that are older, um, but there's not as many. It's a lot of new faces. Oh, yeah. Um, so he's he's turned the roster over. Is it complete? No, but he, he has brought – the majority of this team is his guys. This year. Yep, which is a good thing, no doubt. All right, final break. We'll come back and uh, wrap things up. You're listening to The Tailgate. Gainesville Sports Center, here's what's trending now on ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF. Good morning. I'm JoJo Schillingford. Florida's head football coach, Billy Napier, held a press conference today where he discussed some team injuries and plans for the upcoming football season. With the start of the season only a couple weeks away, fans are anxious to see how Coach Napier's plans play out. The Miami Marlins will be going head-to-head against the Cincinnati Reds today at 6.40 p.m. This matchup will be in Cincinnati at the Great American Ballpark. Also in baseball, the Tampa Bay Rays will have a matchup tomorrow at 6.40 p.m. against the St. Louis Cardinals in Tampa. You can tune into coverage of the game right here tomorrow. That's your Gainesville Sports Center. I'm JoJo Schillingford. ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF. You spoke, we listened. You wanted the easiest car buying experience ever. At Gatorland Toyota, we give you the easiest car buying experience ever. With express shopping, you can shop and buy your vehicle entirely from home. We'll even deliver your car to you. Want a customized Toyota? With our pre-order program, you can get the exact Toyota you want. And if you have a vehicle you'd like to trade or sell, we'll buy it whether you buy from us or not. Come experience how Gettle's got it at Gatorland Toyota today. Visit GatorlandToyota.com for the easiest car buying experience ever. Hi, this is Dr. Art Mowry of Exceptional Dentistry. Listen to what our clients have to say about their experience at Exceptional Dentistry. Dr. Kim is so, she's spiritually and uh, personally and physically a beautiful person all the way around. That's what I admire most about her and that she's up on the latest techniques and everything that's going on in the field that I feel a lot of confidence, and, and I just, I enjoy being around her and talking to her. How about Dr. Art? Well, I think the biggest thing is that, that he stays so far ahead of everyone else technically. 
you know, you, you don't worry about what he's doing in your mouth because it is the best. This is Dr. Kim Mowry, and if you think you have dental problems that are too big to overcome, we're here for you. Please visit us at ExceptionalDentistry.com. That's ExceptionalDentistry.com. It's happening now. International Diamond Center Spectacular Summer of Savings event. Giving you a break from inflation and rising interest rates. Now for a limited time, you get IDC's incredible value price plus three years, zero interest financing. And IDC will even cover your first two payments. Rings, earrings, bands, bracelets, colored gemstones, even GIA certified. Buy now and spread your payments over 36 months with zero percent interest. How about a $3,000 pair of diamond stud earrings or anniversary band? Your payment is just just $84 a month and we'll even cover your first two payments completely. Or how about some rollback pricing on wedding bands at IDC? Now through August, you can take 20% off any wedding band. That's price deflation. International Diamond Center's Summer of Savings event. Your refuge from rising prices, special discounts, and three years zero interest financing. Now for a limited time, only at International Diamond Center at Celebration Point. On approved credit, some product restrictions apply. See store for details. This is Kevin Cash of the Tampa Bay Rays, and you're listening to Gainesville's only home for Rays baseball. ESPN 98, 1 FM, 850 AM WRUF, and online at WRUF.com. The tailgate with Jeff Cardozo and Pat Dooley continues here on ESPN 98, 1 FM, 850 AM WRUF, and on your phone with the WRUF radio app. All right, almost done. A, a quickie here on a Sonic Sound Off Monday. So is Pat going to jail? No, he, he, he got out, folks. He got out. Got out of it. So <laughs> nine hours of jury duty today. That back is hurting. We finally sent him home. It's creaky. You think he had to, like, lie to get out of it, or they just didn't like him? He probably got grumpy. I yeah. bet you he was, and they were like, nope. Nope. You can vote against my guy. Yeah, we don't want him. He's... <laughs> No, that's awesome. Um, so Dills will be back tomorrow. Good to have PG in here today in case we uh, run out of time. Thank Nick for producing today. He's been uh, tremendous as always. Let's get uh, Porter to join us next. What's up, Porter? Not much, man. That, 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 that sucks that uh, Dills didn't get the jury because I was looking forward to this article on how they feed the jurors. <laughs> um, I remember uh, uh, all the time seeing people walk across the street to fill next. Classic place downtown. Oh yeah, jury time. Don't talk to him. Don't talk. I miss that place. Um, uh, it's funny. Uh, Mike's rendition of, of uh, not being able to get Steve into an argument is just, you know, I guess from his point of view, Steve actually hung up on him, but he let him. He, he kept letting Mike try and make point. He never would. And finally, he goes, "That was one of the most worthless calls I've had in 25 years of talking sports." <laughs> wow. Great. I heard I that. I didn't know. Steve, I don't know. Steve had it in him. Um, a quick question follow-up about the, you know, eight and four. How much of that is your perspective from, you know, where you've been? How much of it is the change in the, the overall landscape of things? And where I'm going with this is, you know, I remember back in, in uh, 80, 81, um, you know, eight and three was a whole lot better than seven and four and, and that kind of thing. And happy to be in a bowl game. And yeah, there's more bowl games now. So how much of that is, is you know, legitimate difference in, in, in achievement and how much of that is say you know, there, there are more bowls and how much of it is that, well we've raised the bar 
Um, I'm just kind of curious, you know, because I have my perspective and sort of presume that uh, that's the way it is. But I'm just kind of curious if uh, you know other people have that uh, kind of thing. If you have the, you know, being eight and four in in, in uh, eighty, you know, winning the bowl game, beating uh, uh, Maryland in the Central Bowl, as opposed to you know being eight and four this year after we've had the four years of career and a couple of national championships in fire. How much of that is just, is us changing, and how much of it is the on the landscape change. I'll take it up here, guys. Thanks. All right, Porter. Well, I, I I mean, the league is just deeper now. South Carolina is not the same South Carolina, and it makes it harder to win eight games, even if you're a yeah, good Kentucky team. Kentucky and Vandy are cupcakes. Next anymore. year, the 24 schedule, if they win eight games, like I was saying earlier, I think Herb's team would have went in there and, and would have had a tough time getting 10. It, it is a juggernaut. I have some theories on that, too, which – what happens to an SEC team? I'm not saying this is going to be Florida in that 24 because there's a lot of tough schedules. Georgia's getting it too. I mean, you just it's a, it's a tough league. What happens? Because you know we see what happens in bowl games when when guys just bail out, yep. right? And you see Alabama still hanging on somehow. But I, I just think as time goes, they're going to lose guys in the bowl games if they're not playing for the championship or the playoffs. But what happens if you have an SEC team with pretty high expectations, good players? And they they're you know four and four, four and five, and it's not the end of the year, and it's a tough season. That's like an NFL schedule that SEC the twenty four schedule. I think you're going to see guys opting out because the NFL doesn't penalize them. Right? Like they they don't they don't care. Like I I would think back in the day they'd say, well, they're not a team player, and we want to get guys, but they want the best players, sure. so they'll. Take those guys, right? They they show it. The yeah, guys that sit out in the bowl game. Brent Cox. But can't you see that happening? Sure. Like they sit out the last three regular season. I think the, games? the only question is if if they're good enough and they're on some nil deal, mm-hmm. are they allowed to do that? Are they going to get paid per game? Or Ooh. you know, then maybe they don't have that. So you might lose a little of that because mm-hmm. you know I, well, I'll, I'll keep playing, but maybe not play as hard. Mm-hmm. But then again, if you're not going to play as hard, well, then throw on the tape to the NFL team mm-hmm. and say, well, you didn't play hard here, then why am I going to pick you? So, yeah, well, it's going to be really interesting. I, I think you're going to see that. You're going to see camps and guys in their own little camp is going to say, nope, he's not playing anymore. Yeah. You know, he's a first, second-round guy. So, nope. I, 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 it's just more change is what I'm saying, yeah. and I think you're going to see things like that. Be a lot of that, for sure. Well, nothing changes. Our uh, final caller of the day is the local – Cornhole champion, at least out of Celebration Point. What's up, Copper Gator? What's up, fellas? I saw PG on there and was listening a little bit. I said, I figured I'll call in here at the end of the show. What's um, up, man? You know, we doing well, PG. You guys doing all right? Yeah, man. Me and him, uh, we, we ran into each other up at, um, uh, where was that? Uh, Ballyhoo. Ballyhoo's. Yeah, just yep. sitting there. We talked for about what, an hour or two. Oh, baby. It was awesome, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Um, you know, I was going to call. You guys were talking about disappointments or what would be a disappointment at 8-4 and four or not and, and kind of how that turns out. And, you know, the preseason ranking right now is, you know, two SEC teams, two Big Ten teams, Georgia, Alabama, Ohio State, and Michigan. Who who would have the most disappointing season not making it to the college playoffs this year? Is that Does it have to be Georgia even though you've won back-to-back? Yeah, because everybody's talking about how you should do it again and, and how good you really are. So, yeah, anytime you're the consensus number one and everybody is uh, feeling that way, then it's probably the biggest disappointment. Or Ohio State. Yeah, because they didn't get there last year. Yeah, and he keeps losing to Michigan now. Yeah. That completely flipped. 
but so I mean, and because I mean, I don't even know who's who's Georgia's QB this year. Carson Beck, yeah, the Jacksonville kid. Oh, it's, it's the the kid that was supposed to be. Yeah, I got you. So yeah, but I remember, mean, I just remember that, Beck's best song is "Loser." So maybe he'll be a loser. <laughs> well, yeah, you know, I just I just think that you know when you think about those four programs and where they've been consistently at, and you know Michigan, you know, losing in the championship game quite a bit, and you know getting back there again after not being there so long and beating Ohio State two times, and then. You look at Alabama, you know, quarterback-wise, they've been kind of in flux, and they produced a bunch of them, but lost two last year, arguably, you know, they're probably one of the better teams in the nation, but still didn't make it in. You know, LSU is a number that's not in that top four, but when you think about disappointments, you know, you get blown out by, you know, Tennessee, and, and you beat Alabama, you know, in the same season to think about where they might fall in this. And so, you know, we, it puts the perspective of where we're going to be at, and I think, you know, I think we've talked about wins and losses, and I think seven in perspective to this year and where we're at is a solid number to shoot for. I mean, Vegas has it at five and a half. So I know you guys got to wrap it up this day, and uh, you guys have a great one. Good to talk to you, and we'll see you soon. All right. So, yeah, that was, that was a great call. Um, Bryce Young is going to be a big loss for Alabama. Mm-hmm. They could have lost three more last year without him. Like, he at times carried that team. So I think, I mean, I know Alabama's Alabama, and they got two new coordinators too, right? But that never seems to stop them. Every year I'm like, oh, they got a new quarterback. Yeah, but with a new quarterback that's not Bryce Young, which I heard he's doing good things in the camp that he's in. I think he's in Houston. So, But I think that's a big loss. You could see them, I mean, not struggle, but not make the playoff because of the quarterback position. So, It's pretty important. Yeah, man. The most important position in probably sports, would you say? I mean, I would. I mean, yeah, just because of how much from a – team game I mean I guess you maybe could use a starting pitcher to be that dominant but then again you're not throwing every game Mm -hmm. so yeah the quarterback's the one that has the say in in everything I mean that's why all of a sudden the Jets couldn't score a touchdown in three games and now you got Aaron Rodgers and Jets should be pretty darn good taking pay cuts I know that pissed off uh, Green Bay because he never did anything like that. that but yeah, I just think, I mean, and you got Stetson Bennett, not at Georgia anymore. He was pretty darn good for them. He yeah. made the plays, and this guy's never made plays. So it's going to it's gonna be so interesting. I love this time of year. I'm, like, ready, man. I wish it was two weeks further in. but yeah. yeah, Just a couple more than that, though. And we will be talking college football for real. All right, Nick was our producer today. He was awesome as always. Appreciate his efforts. And for PG, filling in. He came in out of the bullpen like that 99 mile an hour splitty like that Milwaukee pitcher did the other day. It was nasty, but in a good way. That's what it's all about. For PG, I am uh, Jeff Ree, and hope you have a great rest of your Monday. We'll do this again tomorrow, 4 to 6, here on the tailgate. Gainesville, U251CG, Gainesville. From the Spurrier's Gridiron Grill Studios, we are ESPN 981 FM, 850 AM, W.